Dork Tales proudly presents Dungeons and Dragons The Reign of Emrys. Hello and welcome to The Reign of Emrys here on Dork Tales. I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly. I use he and him pronouns, and I'm very happy to be here tonight because I get to play with these dorks tonight uh, after finishing our wonderful Candlekeep Mysteries series last night. Uh, I'm already back, and I have some cover up cream to cover up my dark circles because we were playing till like one in the morning last night. Uh, so, uh, very excited to be here with Reign of Emrys episode 14, uh, if you can believe it, guys. Uh, this is 14. It's like this this show can almost drive. Uh, without further ado, I want to pass the uh, pass the mic over to Mike. What's going on, everybody? Sorry, My Mike. name's Mike. <laughs> good timing, good timing. <laughs> and I use they them pronouns. And tonight I am playing our lovely little arterialist artificer halfling, um, Veratrix Soulstar. And she currently does not have a flying rabbit because he got I treated it nice. Disassembled. Um, and he had an unscheduled disassembly. Unscheduled maintenance. Um, uh, yeah, unscheduled maintenance. And she has not been able to put him back together yet. So. All of the king's yeah. halflings and all of the king's men and non-binary friends. Right. <laughs> hmm. All right. Why don't we pass it over to Caitlin. All right, hello, I'm Caitlin. I use she, her pronouns, and today I'll be playing Telfrin Pridery, our human barbarian of wild magic. And after having one night where I wasn't able to game yesterday, um, I am back and ready. And I have a lot of tea, so let's, let's rock. We're ready to go. Fan <laughs> Fantastic, all right, pass it to Christine. I was gonna say, me too on the tea. T2. Judgment Day. T2. Judgment it reminds me, I did back the Terminator role-playing game, so that's coming next year. Hello, I am Christine. Uh, I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Claudette Belmont, uh, our human wizard who does the blade singing. Um, I am also back. I've been a, not, I mean, I wasn't in stuff anyways the last day, but I have not been online at all because I've been busy sleeping off my second shot. But that was which, the worst condition. That's the worst thing you've had, right? That's so yeah. good. Which I slept all this morning, which was great to be able to feel better for this. And, and, and I can actually move my arm again. <laughs> I couldn't move it yesterday. It hurts so bad. All right. But yes, I do have the big T, the one that um, I can hide my face behind. Nice. And uh, let's pass it over to someone else who didn't give away their shot. Hi, Robin. Hello. I did not throw away my shot. Uh, I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, just like my country. And I didn't just throw like away my shot. Thing. Yes, true. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, hello, everyone. I am Robin. I use she, they pronouns. And tonight, I am happy to uh, go on the other vocal spectrum from uh, high-pitched squeaky to... Uh, Tief, uh, tiefling uh, Order of the Mutant Blood Hunter Ivy, who is uh, who's down here in focal range, so that'll be that'll be fun to switch to tonight. But um, I'm excited. I love my little baby, my little tiefling. And finally, let's bring us home with Amy. Hello, I am Amy. I use she, her, or they, then pronouns, and I'm playing Leiden and Merov, the Asimar cleric of the grave. 
Fantastic. If you are joining us for the first time tonight, here's what you need to know about this game. Uh, we're 14 episodes into a, um, a homebrew fantasy epic that is vaguely inspired by the game Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy III, released in North America, uh, that is kind of a, uh, a magic technology hybrid empire that is obviously doing the right thing, as all empires do, and that there is nothing secretive going on behind the surface, and they've never been mean to anybody in their lives, especially not their servants, conquered, or slaves. Uh, and the party is realizing that I just lied the entire time. Uh, and we're 14 episodes into learning how much I've lied. Uh, this is a game that is, um, it's a Dungeons and Dragons game, but it's pretty high drama over high combat, although there is a significant amount of combat and we've had a couple of deaths so far and some resurrections, which has been fun. Uh, they are presently uh, going into a glade meeting with an ancient elven creature uh, who is flanked by a pair of strange uh, what appear to be dragons, one of them made out of solid iron, the other, uh, living by the way, just as if the scales are made of iron, and the other apparently skinned in scales that resemble amethyst gems. Uh, and that is where we are going to pick up. Everybody's going to start with a point of inspiration. It looks like all of you have determination from last game. Uh, so, if uh, is there anything else that I need to inform you all? And pass the meeple just said something really sweet in the chat. So uh, thank you, meeple. That's very sweet. I'm blushing, but you can't tell because I have a I have a light on me. But I'm very. Here, hold on. Wait, Bongmaster, why why am I not licking things? No, it's just it's a thing from last don't night. Ask. Way's don't character ask. died twenty times last night, literally. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So this this game will have less pay to kill a player tonight, but uh, I'm considering running a game like that every month because apparently people like throwing subs at games where I kill people. Less I'll pay my to rent kill? with that. How about no pay, pay to kill a player? I'm not killing Ivy for subs. Sorry. We'll wait for the season finale. <laughs> It'd have to be like a one shot or something. Yeah. Yeah. We, we right. may not have a paywall, but we have a kill wall. Have Everybody <laughs> have like three or four characters lined right. up so you can just swap characters constantly. Yeah, <laughs> we may not have a paywall, but we have a kill wall. I'm putting that on the list real quick. Like that god game we had where everyone started with like four characters. We were like, because they were like, yeah, they're going to die. Oh, yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, MKI, actually, I did that for uh, the Dragonborn makeup for one of the... Uh, Candle keep okay. things. I used fishnet <clears throat> to do scales. It's great. We should do we should do a uh, a makeup tutorial sometime soon. We should do more of those. Mm -hmm. mm. All right. So, um, anyone have anything to say? Everybody has their inspiration. Everybody's logged into roll twenty so that you can have some music in the background. Although I don't see Christine in there. Oh, that's right. I forgot. You were taught. You were touting up my DJing abilities, and then you didn't even show up to the party. Why? <laughs> All right. Don't don't diss me complimenting you. This is how you don't get compliments. Oh, that's fair. You make it sour. <clears throat> Alright, let's start it off. The party finds themselves in the holy glade known as the Mara Kofen. It's ancient and beautiful. A copse of trees that looms overhead. Now the trees inside of this part of Avalcini are immense. They reach upwards hundreds upon hundreds of feet like Sequoia. However, this is not the only strange and unusual bit of natural geography here. 
for the trees also wind like bonsais, their roots wrapping like fingers around the sides and bases of immense crystalline formations that jut out of the ground like errant fingers, like splayed ribs from a, from a dissected corpse. Like the fangs of an ancient underwater fish. All around you, the light reflects in glorious golds and purples and blues and rats as it hits and kaleidoscopes through the gems. The elf, old. Old for an elf, at least. Walks in front of you. The dragons, now in humanoid form, flank you and walk further down the woodgrove path. Now, the elf in front of you is wearing common clothing, a tunic belted, a pair of loose but comfortable but well-woven pants. Her feet are bare. And as she walks, uh, I would like anybody who has a passive perception of... uh, uh, who has a passive perception of 15 or more? Ooh, yes. Okay. I do. All right. If you have a passive perception of 15 or more, looking down at the ground, you are going to see that as she walks, the ground is going to go from a verdant green to a rusty red. As if her footprints were aging the ground as she walks. She steps upon a bright green leaf, flat and wide. There's no sound as she puts the foot down, but as she lifts it up, you'll all hear the crinkle of dry leaves beneath it. And the leaf, as it lifts off of her heel, is brown and wilted and crackles to dust like deep autumn. All around her, as you walk, still some 20 feet behind her, there is a scent of rot and decay. The sweet scent of autumn follows her around like a mantle. As well as despite the warmth of this region, her wake trails cool like the promise of coming winter. Uh, I would like anyone following in her wake to make me an arcana roll if they would like. You may also make a nature roll. Uh, yes, Ivy. Um, I was wondering because this is sounding a bit weird um, but I was wondering if I could make a potentially a wisdom survival check on to track if she's fey, fiend, or undead. Uh, yes, you may. Cool. That will also be so acceptable. I get advantage uh, to recall information about it. 21 for arcana. For me. 21 for arcana. Ooh, that's good. I'm going to be an eight. 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 Okay. S- seven? Okay. And Ivy, what'd you get? Um, oh, that's not going to be great. That's going to be only an 11. Um, I mean, she's elven at the very least, so that probably is um, probably is a hint that she's probably some type of fae or fae descendant, but I mean, most elves are. Um, what, Christine, did you roll? I, I, a dirty 20 on Arcana. Dirty 20. Uh, you and Vary are going to look at this and remembering some past stories 
You don't think she's an elf? You think that she might be one of the Aladrin? Now, with your rolls, both of you are above 20. Mm-hmm. What you well, remember at 20. What you remember from the stories you heard is that when elves first arrived on Elos, most of them came here. But some stayed behind in the Feywild. Those, the progenitor races, were known as the Eladrin, or Eladrin if you want to be like vulgar and common and combine the words. The Eladrin are more Fey than they are Elvish. They're closer to the wild blood. And they're very rare. Very few of them stayed behind to follow whatever arcane elven god they had been sent by or left. The stories are muddled at this point, and neither of you are an elf, so they probably wouldn't have told you. Um, however, uh, Christine, you are specifically a blade singer, so if you would like to make me a history roll with disadvantage, you may. Okay. 14. 14. You think as far as you understand the elves, the elves, when they began their conquest spree of Elos, came here um, because they were fleeing something. Which means that if anything, the Eladrin were probably probably working for whoever they were fleeing. Uh, the elves and the Eladrin probably do not have a positive relationship. How do you spell that? Uh, E-L-A-D-R-I-N is the way it's spelled in the book. Uh, it's more fanciful in, in Elvish, but um, that's the okay. common spelling. Most people in common would call it the, the Eladrin, but the, the Eladrin is how it's pronounced in Elven, which, of course, everything in Elven sounds like you're just trying to squeeze a little more cursive script into it. Can I get a quarter pounder with cheese? Right? Like it's, it's, it's like fake French. All right. Okay. Do you follow her? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This she leads, seems like why we're here, so... She leads you down a grove. It's the five of you, as well as your companion, the carbuncle, the small cat-like creature with the garnet stone on its head, and your new friend, the, um, the handsome soldier, uh, or Templar, I suppose I should say, that is um, uh, named... Do you have the name written down? Cass. I was going to say, no, I was so up, taken up with Lost Game that I did not write stuff down. That's one of the episodes I need to catch up on. So Cass. I have, I have Cass, yeah. You walk down the road. This small, this small path of stones. And she leads you to a cave that reaches into the ground. Come now. There's no need to waste. Time is not on your side. 
and she wanders into the blackness of the cave, a mouth of stalactites visible just beyond the rim. She walks between them, but each of you feel like you're walking into the mouth of a serpent. I would like each of you, as you approach, to make me a wisdom save. Ooh. Uh, I can sure try. <laughs> Natural 20. Perfect. 21. 19. I'm going to maybe use my determination to make that a 17. Sounds good. Oh, sorry, to make that a 16. Okay, that's probably make that 16. Yeah, I'll say that's a good idea then. Uh, dirty 20. Claudette's and Talfrin's determinations are swapped in my, oh. in my thing, so one sec. Okay, that should be correct then. Alright, so uh, everybody got above a 14? Okay. You will briefly feel a moment of trepidation as you approach. Looking into the cave, you can see that the walls are slick, with old running water. It's... The walls undulate slightly in your vision as the light hits them, dying from how much tree it has to go in through. It looks just like looking down the throat of a snake. And as you approach, each of you will hear a whisper in your ear echo from somewhere deeper down the cave. Something that scares you, that you won't quite remember once you shake it out. But some dark fear approaches you that you manage to snuff down. It could be a parent. It could be a dear friend. Whoever they are, they're calling you from their deathbed or beyond the grave to join them in this cave. You shake it off. And promptly, forget everything but the sense of malaise and dread. Whatever's in this cave is harmless. It's an illusion, obviously. Heading inside, you will wander down a coiling staircase. Now, does anybody have any, any light source? Um, if it, like, is it, like, pitch black in this cave? It is going to be very soon, yes. You make it about 20 feet before the light fades to the point where you're worried about slipping on the slow slope. I was uh, gonna cast light on my shield. Okay. The room floods with light, and at this point you'll see that the walls are marked with dozens upon dozens of murals painted Those of you who have a passive perception of 14 or more see that it's a mixture of paint, and the lower you get, some of the paint is mingled with blood. Old and stained on the wall. This cave smells like iron. And as it coils down around itself once, twice, three times, you will find that there is a chamber at the bottom. The dragons walk behind you, their footsteps mostly silent, although the female, whose feet 
are as heavy as the iron scales that she bore not so long ago does make a bit more sound than her compatriot, the amethyst male. As you make it down into this room, it's a, it's a simple oblong chamber, about the, si about the shape of a river stone that you would skip with, and about the same color. The walls are slate gray, and you can see several tunnels that veer off, each of them blocked off by a doorway of wrapped vine, so tight that it's almost like wicker. The room itself is intermingled with these, like veins, like the veins on the inside of your arm. They're like the vines on the outside of, uh, of an oak tree, or the ivy on some of the capital's more elegant buildings. And in the center of the room is a stone table at which she stands, and behind her is a horrific mural. Uh, anybody who would like to investigate it, um, you can give me an investigation roll or you can give me a, an insight roll. Uh, but what it depicts is um, it depicts a man who appears to be elven, uh, given the length of his ears in the drawing. This is very... Um, if I had to describe this as a, a type of, of mural imagery, it would be similar to the type of art you would see in um, uh, Polynesian or Mayan, uh, the, the side profile art. You know what I'm talking about? Um, it depicts an elf being torn apart. Blood is present in the, in the artifact, and everything around it, you will see that there is a large group of humans. All of them look fairly similar. Same type of coloration, features. It's obvious that they are some type of unit. Uh, if anybody made a roll, please tell me what you rolled and what you got. Uh, investigation dirty, or investigation 24. 24? Okay, anybody uh, else? 18 for insight. Perfect. I got insight dirty 20. Damn. Investigation Invest 23. Investigation 16. 16, okay. Uh, so, uh, looking at this, uh, investigation, if, taking a quick look at it, the artistry here is not, it's not incredibly high, like, high art, um, but it's a type of ancient art style that you have seen in certain uh, in certain cultures around Elos that have been brought through, like, Emerasian museums and things like that. Um, uh, you think that it is... The, the language that is inscribed next to it uh, appears to be Old Sylvan. And um, it definitely looks like this is not fake, but actual um, uh, either Elvish or Aladrin art. Now, those of you who got investigation of uh, above 20 are going to know that this is very old. Now, Very knows this is very old. Uh, you are going to be able to multiply that by a factor of 10, whatever Barry thinks. If uh, Barry thinks this is probably 500 years old, you think that it's probably well over uh, 2,000 years old. Uh, it is quite faded. Uh, it might be even older than that. But looking at uh, it... Sorry, if stuff's written in Old Sylvan, can I read it? Yes. Uh, it is very faded, but with... Uh, 
with your investigation roll, you are going to be able to read uh, Tenurian. The name Tenurian is featured prominently, uh, as is the name Dulcena. And it mentions a place called Finhala, which spell it however you'd like. It's Celtic. You can't get it wrong. <laughs> um, Ivy speaks Draconic and Abyssal. Do, would any of those branch from Sylvan at all? They would not. They were not. Completely separate sources. Cool, cool. Sorry. And what was the last thing? Finhala. Finhala. Uh, those of you who are using Insight to do this, who was it just... Uh, it was Leiden, and um, Leiden, you are going to get an immense sadness off of this. This was created by someone in in a deep, dark, emotional place. This looks like a memorial to you. You've seen so many in your time as a grave cleric that this automatically speaks to you. Um, and Talfrin, as you look at this, you are going to get the sense that this has something to do this is why you're here you may not be sure exactly why but she wants you to see this she wants you to see this as you turn and absorb the message on there what is obviously a scene of atrocity you find that the old elf, and I say old, in that she has the barest bit of crow's feet and, and fading around her eyes. She's old like a woman in her late 30s or early 40s is to humanity, but to her, she's probably a thousand years old. Do you see? Uh, somewhat. Would you like Can a story? I... Yeah. Sure. Can you make me a history roll before I begin? Yes. Oh, ho, ho. I can sure try. Okay. No, I got a six. Yeah. I don't know shit. <laughs> So you are not going to recognize this, but she will smile and raise a hand, and as she does, motes of light will appear in her hand and begin to float along the wall, telling a story for parts of the murals that have not caught your eye. You will see that there are more images along the wall covered in dust, and as these, as these motes go by, the dust will blow away, revealing the old art and tells a story. The first mural consists of a town of the people that you see there. They look happy, industrious, dressed in all of them dresses, or you realize soon, kilts. In front of them is a strong and proud um, what you would imagine as a woman, given the hair and basic shape of the eyes, tends to be a slight difference in the art, or at least a feminine, a feminine um, aspected person. 
Once there was a village called Finhola, where the most lovely and brave of all the Katogain, Dalsena, lived her life. The next mural depicts a fae, an elf perhaps, proud and beautiful. His hair is long and his aspects are powerful. Flowers bloom around his feet in the next mural. As well at this time, there was one of the Aladrin, Tanurian, Prince of Spring. He was righteous and he was proud and he was kind but vain. One day, the next mural lights up, and you see the two figures meet at a babbling brook. Tenurian and Dulcinea, or Dulcena, met near a stream. With his magic and charms, he wooed her. They spent the night together. But the prince's duties lie elsewhere. And so, when morning came, she discovered that he had returned to the wild. He had not intended to be gone for long. But things are different in the Feywild. The next mural shows her swollen and pregnant. Let it not be known for the Cadoganians to not take care of themselves and their loved ones. She was accepted back home without question. Her word was enough. But secretly, the others in her village While they believed her and her story of the handsome fey man, a jealousy, an envy, brewed within them and grew as did her swollen belly. The next lights up and what is there is, well, obvious. When next the prince left the Feywild, he found that many months had passed and that she was with child. He decided to do the unthinkable. He decided to ask for her hand. For his love was so great it had survived even his time in his homeworld as a mural of a proposal. He asked her family for permission, expecting joy or shameful resignation or rejection. They invited him in. The next mural is of a party 
celebrating, although there's something strange in the eyes of all of the people. Dulcena and Tenurian are the only ones who look happy. On the eve of their wedding, they held a celebration. They drank and sang and filled his cup until it overflowed, until it overflowed from every pore. When he was too drunk to resist, each of them asked Dulcena, daughter, sister, neighbor, will you not share? He has given you a gift. Shall you not allow us to share? For we are one people. He has the magic within you. Should we not have the magic within us as well? And Dulcena, for her love, held bitterness in her heart for many long months that she had been abandoned. And when faced with the love of another, or the love of her family and tribe, chose as all should do. And so on the eve of their wedding night, she gestures to the last mural. As he was drunk and singing, she kissed him and slit his throat. And the villagers tore him asunder and consumed the body until not even the bones were left for supping on marrow. Every drop of blood was cleaned up with bread. Every bit of bone was boiled for stock. Every bit of hair was kept as keepsake for future generations. And so magic passed into the blood of the village of Finhala, and their descendants carry it still, stolen from the bones of Tenurian. That was the first Gwilgit. the stolen magic, the magic you have within your bone, your, pardon me, the magic that you have within your veins, Talman. That is, that is a heavy story. 
What would you have me do now that I know it? I believe that is entirely up to you. I believe that Dulcena did what she thought would be best for her family. Tenurian might disagree. The Empire has hunted your people and your bloodline to extinction. Do you know why? No. I don't know a whole lot about my people. Enlighten me. The marking on your throat means that you are a battery. Mm-hmm. Do you have a master here? I can show you. He'll just vaguely gesture. Have you cast any spells today? Magus. She looks over at you, Claudette. Cast one, a small one. On the table, perhaps. It absorbs uh. magic. Spend one of your limited resources. Okay, so an actual spell slot? Yes, that is what she is implying. Uh, I guess magic missile? Sure. All right. You raise your hand and... Several magic missiles slam into the table, which seems to hum for a moment as it rocks back and forth, but it seems to absorb the most of the magic, although it is scuffed to hell now. Now look at your friend. And say, and, uh, Claudette, do you speak Draconic? Uh, yes. Okay. Return to me what is mine, she says. She'll repeat that. Okay. Are you going she, to... She's a little reluctant and a little, like, fearful of what this is going to do because there's no explanation. Are you going to... Are you going to activate your brand or your control mark? I don't want to. You don't like, I, I don't want to use that on Talfren. Sorry, the dog's barking. Will, okay. will this negate the, the runes? No. It will show you what they've done to him and to his people. His pain will be clarity for you. I have seen what they have done to him. You have not. You have seen what they have done to the slaves. You have not seen what they have done to the... to the Gwilgates. To the wild ones. You can do it. It's fine. Are you sure? I promised I wouldn't. We're here. Fine. 
Say the words. She'll bonus action activate it then. Sounds good. Uh, say the words. She is not happy. She is looking very, very unhappy and upset about this. <laughs> say, say the words. No. Whatever the draconic words were. Return to me what is mine. Return to me what is mine. Uh, Talfren, uh, her brand is going to flash and so is your throat going to glow. And as that happens, uh, you are going to take four points of... Um, uh, four points of necrotic damage. Uh, you're going to suffer a level of exhaustion. And Claudette, you're going to regain your spell slot. Uh, what? What is that? You are actually going to see energy, miasmic, prismatic energy, tear tear out of Talfrin and flow into the mark on Claudette's wrist. <clears throat> it's on her palm. On her palm, pardon me. I actually just rewatched that today, so... Good, thank you for letting me know. What? Yeah, it was a five-pointed star on her palm. Yes. So... What just happened? When? Have you always had that, Claudette? Mm. How do we get rid of it? I didn't I want it know. to begin with. I'm not sure. But, Talfrin, you have great power inside of you. Your tribe still exists inside of the capital. Uh, Robin, are you asking me something? Or um, I was just wondering if at some point Ivy could make an insight check to see if if she's getting the vibe that this elf is the is the is the baby from the mural, sure, you can make me an insight roll. I'm gonna spend my inspiration. Okay, if you, if you would wish, if you wish. Because I rolled a five, so um, but that's better. That is much better. Um, that's going to be a seventeen. A seventeen. Um, no, you think there's something here to it, though. You think, you're not sure. You're not sure. You think that there is something to this, though. You think there is definitely a connection. Your tribe is still being held captive. Your family, your parents. They're boiled down into small, portable, stones. Their essences infused and torn when they cannot be transported as living batteries. It's more useful. You will heal for every degree of power. Your magus could strip your life away. Mechanically, uh, should you need to do this, Christine, uh, you may inflict a level of exhaustion on Talfrin and absorb any spell level you choose or use it to boost a spell you are presently casting. Talfrin will take the level in hit dice damage. Okay. 
This is getting more okay. disgustinger and disgustinger. Yes. Uh, so, for example, if you wanted to replenish a third level spell, Talfern would take 3d12 damage. Oh, is it a d12 damage every time? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, my it's hit your dice. hit dice. Ah, yeah, it does I gotcha, not, gotcha, gotcha. It does All not right. hurt. Your constitution mod is not included because I don't hate you okay. that much. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and the exhaustion. <laughs> pretty high. Uh, it's one exhaustion level per use, not per level, though, because mm. otherwise you would just die real quick. I just die. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Your tribe is still in the capital. Many of them are being forced to work inside of the crucible. The light of the crucible is powered by the blood of Katagain. Powered by the blood of Tenurian. And so I ask you, Talfren, What will you do with my brother's magic? Free my people. Free the people he gave his life for. I need more information. Your world is going to die. Free them all you can. I wanted At least to we'll meet. die free. <laughs> I do think that in his heart, Tenurian would not have held it against your people for their evil ways. I speak out of emotion. The ways were not evil. They were merely the ways of a predator. And he was prey. He understood that. And now that's turned on them. Nature is cruel. I said that I had things to tell each of you. That is true. Your world, the Empire, is doomed. I do not know how it will come, but I know that it has come. And I and the remainder of the Aladrian are returning home. Perhaps the elves will join us as well. Perhaps they will grovel at the feet of the once dead lord. I do know that my auguries have shown that there is a place that you must go. To understand the future, one must understand the past, she says, looking at you and gesturing at the mural with her offhand. There is an ancient site to the north in Mesolia, Vaxnagali. You will find everything you need to know. If you so choose. This empire, this world, is all gears and cogs oiled by the blood of the fallen and weak. 
It is a charnel furnace. And I can no longer stand the stench of it, or of any of you. Some of you smell more distinctly than others, she says. And when she says this, I, I, I imagine that my voice has far more intonation than hers, far more emotion. But as she looks around, as she says that, she looks at three of you in particular. First Ivy, then Claudette, and then Very. As if each of you represent a part of something she loathes dearly. Leiden, it's almost like she doesn't even notice you're there. You're so beyond her notice. I think at this point, Ivy's going to just kind of sit down and put her head in her hands and just, just kind of sit. Alright, so we have our destination when we have our reason for going. Is there anything else you can tell us? Hmm. The old gods stir in deathless slumber. I have seen many ages pass on this land. I am one of the few that remember the age that was stolen by the Smiling One. The age forgotten. I remember the war. I remember the time of the sun. I remember the darkest nights. And yet I am fearful for the days ahead, for my auguries show that before it is done, you will, you will all live to see evil beyond nature, beyond anything like you will ever experience again in your lifetime. You will likely fail. You will likely die in misery and blood and suffering, smelling of your own entrails. But you may not. You may succeed. I can tell you this, Talfin, you are no prince, you are no mystic hero, born from a line of saviors. You are a slave whose ancestors ate my most beloved thing. Doesn't mean I can't try. And that's what I'll do. At least I'll go down fighting. Then perhaps the magic is still within you. And he is still alive somewhere. I've shown you what you need to see. I wish you well, and say that 
this may help you on your journey. She will turn around and walk over to the table, opening it up. Um, there is a compartment, and uh, inside of there, uh, she will hand something over to uh, you, uh, Talfrin. May this help you on your journey. It is a shimmering green cloak. It belonged to my brother. May it serve you well. I have no need for it. Uh, you have been given a cloak of elven kind. Okay. Uh, what you need to know about this mechanically is while you wear this cloak with its hood up, your perce- uh, all perception rolls to see you have disadvantage, and you have advantage on stealth checks to hide. Oh, okay. Uh, the hood, putting nice. the hood up does require an action, but uh, it is basically you put it up and uh, you are able to stealth like crazy, which I know is not like super useful for a barbarian, but it's neat. Well, that's okay. No, it's all good. I didn't, it's with us now, so. Use it as you will. Thank you. I'm sure this will be very useful. Appreciate that. My name is Imrixia. And you go with my blessing. I wish you a long and fruitful victory, and so that you may spread my brother's blood across the world. She will take a long glance down at your crotch as she says this. I... My auguries have have told me that you have definitely tried to do this well. She will smile for the first time. Actually, really, since you've ever met her, there will be a slight smile. Um, it's a strangely motherly smile. Oh, Claudette will go slightly wide-eyed and blush heavily from the, the implication when she catches what she's saying. Telfrin has no idea how to react, so he's just going to try to move on. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, we appreciate your blessing. Hmm. Come, we should leave. Unless you wish to go into the Underdark. Not today. Hmm. Does anyone say anything as you're walked out of here? No, Telfrin will probably be quiet unless he's spoken to, just kind of absorbing all the information he just got. Fair. It's a lot to, it's a lot to digest, right? <laughs> Claudette yes. is a little horrified by what's on her palm and what it can do. Yeah. And that was a really gross story. It seems perfect for a Celtic myth to me, but... Yes. Uh, she's, she's not quite sure what to say. Um... You, by the time you gain your senses about yourselves, you are once again in the glade above, and uh, the captain is there waiting again. Captain Odalis Dirge, the uh, the Warforged, sits on a stump, somehow smoking a pipe as she waits for you. She turns 
and as you approach, says, Did you have a good time? You could put it that way. There's some information. No, that was eye-opening, but I wouldn't call it a good time. I, yeah. It was something. Yeah. Um, are you still able to take us to Vex Nagali? Or can we negotiate that? I think, I think we have to go there. Sure. And she's just looking around at the other I people. I wouldn't mind. In a... Well, when, when a second person says that it's something you have to do in order for success, uh, that feels like a higher emphasis to the fact that maybe we should. I cannot go to Vex Nergali, Cass says, speaking up for the first time since hearing the story. Why not? I am needed back at the capital. Huh. If this is any of this is true, someone has to has to investigate this, and I have my duties there. Can I insight, please. I would also like to. You may. You may. It's it's uh, it's totally acceptable. Ah, yikes. Okay. Twenty one. Uh, 21? Yes, uh, he seems sincere, although you're getting a sense that there might be something that he's omitting from it a bit. 13? 13, you have no... Yeah, he seems, like, super legit. Okay. Liren. Tori, what role can we make? Uh, insight, if you'd like to. Mm-hmm. 18? I rolled 18? a 15. 18? Um... Same thing as Claudette. You're gonna say think oh, okay. that um, he he's, he's telling the truth for the most part, although mm-hmm. he might be withholding something from it. Mm, there's some if there's an air of something he's not saying. Sorry, Ivy. Did you say something? Um. Yes. This has been an eye-opening thing, and it's making me realize I need to maybe change my priorities of where my allegiances lie. Um, but you're one of the only other spellcasters in this, in this group. Do you happen to have a way to send messages? Uh, I could probably, tomorrow might be able to come up with something. Okay, Uh, we can wait till the end of the day too, if, so you don't have to waste magic on something, but I, I need to desperately send a message. To who? Uh, I want to make sure Dirk is okay. If the Empire catches and they find out that he's with us, they will, the doctor will do absolutely horrible things um, to get back at me. Hmm. And I don't want him. I want to make sure he's okay. Hmm. I see. Claudette, Cass will say. Can I have a moment, please? Yeah, of course. Honestly, Claudette was about to pull aside anyways. I'm sorry about this. I wish I could go with you further, but there are... If any of this is... 
This is all troubling. Someone needs to be able to champion this back inside of the capital. I don't want you to think that I'm running away from this, but... That is true. I fear it's going to get you killed, though. Here. Um... I am more resourceful than many give me credit for. Well, if you're going to investigate it, let me tell you my suspicions. And she's going to tell him what she thinks regarding her cousin and uncle, the order thing, all that. What uh, Leodin kind of overheard about her brother, okay. her brother possibly being dead, etc. You think that the Maravex have something to do with coup attempt? It was very convenient that I will my keep... cousin was there in that moment when being able to keep an eye on Kazlexia, we would have seen what was happening. I before. will. I'll do my best to to take a look into these things and the Order of the Fallen Sky. Um, it shouldn't be hard. I my station is fairly close to the Maravex. I should probably encounter them sooner rather than later. You may make me an insight roll personally as you hear that, if you'd like to. Yes. Claudette's going to kind of give him a slightly narrowed eye, like, I know I should know who you are. Insight, uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, there is definitely something there he's not saying. Definitely something. You feel like he's underplaying aces. Be careful. You should be the one who's care who needs to be careful. Even for a Belmont, you are... You're playing a dangerous game. I have protections that you won't mm. out here. But it was a privilege and a pleasure to meet you again. My brother did say take care in his last letter, but he's not here to enforce it. If your brother's alive, I'll find out. And we'll try to get word to you. Thank you. It has been a pleasure. And uh, he is going to uh, offer a handout to you. She will take it. <laughs> uh, he will very gently uh, lower one knee, raise it to his lips, brush them, just very gently. And can you make me a perception roll? Ha, ah, nat 20. So 27, I believe. Uh, he will say as he rises... Oh, no, 22. 
Wrong staff. I almost didn't recognize you without the pigtails. And uh, he will smile. A just a flashingly just just white grin, like boyish and a good five years younger than should fit his his young adult face. Is anyone a She's going to give him a slightly irritated, like suspicious look of like. Make me. I would like you to make me an int check. Int check. Okay. She's like, I should know you. I know I should know you. You may spend your inspiration on this. Sure. Okay. Uh, that's not bad, actually. That's better. Uh, 23. Uh, that will be enough to put you over the edge. Prepare for a PM, please. Okay. I have a personal guess on what this is. I see everybody else has guesses, too. <laughs> Yep, I was right. <laughs> Knew it. Um, you met several years she, ago at a ball. She's gonna go slightly wide-eyed at that. The sun. Oh, I recognize you. I recognize Look, him. and he'll. Is anyone here a wizard that can get me somewhere near a train station? Uh, not not quite that level of wizard. Should you need to go back, the Aladrin, the Aladrin will say and raise a hand, and vines will suddenly out of the ground and erupt, forming into a gateway. A moment later, it will shimmer, and you will see an alleyway beyond it. Well, and before he goes through, she'll quietly say something along the lines of, well... I am glad I turned that key. <laughs> As am I. I have a um, have an appointment to keep. Good and luck. he will give you a sad smile at that. Uh, and I would really like to... Uh, can you make me a history roll at that uh, for current events? History. What was my history? Uh, 26. 26. Um, so I'm, you're going to put together a couple of clues as he smiles and thank you all and steps through the portal. Uh, number one, he's going to be spending a bunch of time around the Maravix soon. Number two, uh, you all overheard uh, some things uh, about certain plans. Uh, he's probably going to be spending a lot of time with uh, uh, your cousin very soon if that plan is to go to fruition uh, because you know that uh, uh, Lucia Lucia Merovec uh, is intended as a potential suitor mm-hmm As he steps through into the alley, there will be a slight splash as his foot hits a puddle. He casts a look over his shoulder that even the most awkward of you will catch a bit of teenage 
The backward glance is enough to say enough. And then the portal evaporates, and the vines will fall to the ground as dead twigs. You should not travel to Vexnergali through portal. They will not... They will not risk coming to Avocini for such a spell. But it will alert them to your presence should you reach there by gate. The captain leans forward and cracks her neck with the sound of, like, breaking glass at that point. I'll take you to Vexner Galley. Not a problem. And you said something about Kazluxia. If you want, it's not on the way, but I can swing wide enough that you can see with a telescope. Yes, please. Good. Well, at the very least, it's a hell of a sight this time. We get high enough, you can see all the stars. And I think the golden stars in crest, in crest right now, followed by the red. Quite a sight to see the two dance. Do I know what she's referencing there? Mm-hmm. Yep, a couple of astrological objects. Uh, the golden star and the red star are a constant dance through the sky. Sometimes they're friends, sometimes they're enemies. Um, both signs of uh, of of gods of, of magic and power. Not not. If ra- Claudette, in- oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, if Claudette inquires further uh, about it, very will happily go on and on and on about astronomy and the stars and stuff because that's what her family does. You will hear. No, I was mainly just trying to make sure that I was trying to remember if Claudette knew anything, or if she uh, would be, huh? Um, you'll be able to hear some very interesting stories off of Very regarding this that are completely irrelevant to the current story. So, um, we'll catch up with that. Um, I don't, I don't want to ad hoc an entire astrology astrology class right now. So, we'll uh, we'll cover that later. Um, and. Uh, with that, the the Aladrian will turn and say, "We are departing now." Oh, Captain, you said you had a delivery from the king. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, here, and uh, she'll reach into her coat and pull out a letter. Uh, that is, <laughs> half crumpled, uh, streaked with a bit of, with a bit of blood. And it is a, uh, you will see that it is a, looks like a poster of some kind. Uh, those of you nearby, she will take it and slowly unfold it. It crinkles as if it's been outdoors for a long time. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, probably Talfrin is nearest to her. Uh, I don't think that Claudette is, and I'm not sure about Very or Leden or Ivy. Where do you think you all are? I think near. But not super close. At least Leiden isn't. Okay. Probably been heading up near the captain. Okay. Well, that would be off to one side because she'd kind of been talking to Cass separately. Okay. So why don't I say that uh, that Ivy, uh, probably that Leiden and Talfrin, both of you oh. can uh, can see this, uh, 
and uh, you will see it close enough that you will see in very messy handwriting, uh, in common, uh, is the f- are the words, no thanks. But that's not what's going to catch your eye. What's going to catch your eye is what this piece of paper is. It's partially ripped along the side from where it was tacked to a wall and torn off. And on it, you'll see that it's a wanted poster of a man named Zeltrin, who you know as Zeet. Mm. Pity. I had hoped that he would speak on behalf of the rest of his kind. Not that his ancestors were any more reasonable. Be well. You as well. Safe travels on your journey as well. And she will turn, and her compatriots, who have been watching silently, will each raise a hand and uh, and wander off into the night. And the captain will take one long drag off of her pipe. I don't know what I missed, but everybody here seems a little bummed out. The carbuncle will will coo. Mm, cannibalism. Only the people that raised, finding out the people that raised you and, you know, brought you up are complete and utter monsters. <laughs> Unusual. <laughs> do you know who you're talking to? She says with a smile. Yes, I do. Warforged, baby. Warforged. My masters were monsters from the start. We should talk about it sometime. You'd love to hear it. (sighs) The only difference? I bleed prettier stuff than you. Oh, and my monsters were a bit shorter. (laughs) She says, looking at you with those steely, glowing blue eyes. I'd be... I'd be down for a talk. How long is the journey to Vexnergalia? Hmm. It should take, um... Uh, if, we, if we bust it and do the wide shot, we should be there, uh, well, by tomorrow night. About, uh, what time is it right now? Hmm? About... About 12 hours, probably? It'll take longer if we go a bit stealthier and higher, but uh, this time of year it shouldn't be much of a problem. (laughs) Uh, The grasshoppers from the plains can't quite reach us. Besides, most of them owe me money. Alright. Let's do that then. Alright. Helvin's in front of everyone, it's fine. He's gonna turn to Claudette. He's gonna go, but I don't trust, I do not trust that guy. And if he raises a finger against us, I am not holding back. I don't, I don't trust he's not gonna betray us. Knowing what he knows now. I'm just saying. 
Uh, I think he's probably going to walk off. Oh, cool. Uh, The captain is away from you at this moment, by the way. She has stood up and starts walking away. The only person that is not your core group around you is the carbuncle. Just just okay. let you know if you wanted to say anything freely or talk without having an eavesdropper. Um, Claudette will catch Telfrin before he leaves and pull him in. And... Well, right. I would trust that the crown prince would... have concerns about the core of his empire. After seeing that and hearing our stories. That was the prince. Yes. Still a man, though. That is true. Um, However, from all I've known of him, he is honorable. Right. Um, And... Well, no. How did he end up out here? Uh, Well, when your transport gets attacked... It is definitely in your best interest to pretend to be what you are not. Right. Yes. And besides, I believe they do a stint in the army anyways. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Military tradition so. is huge. He might as well be a Templar. How? No, smart for survival, that is. I can't believe I didn't recognize him immediately, though. <gasps> he did look pretty scruffy, and the way his hair so it- was... I've met him before. It was a, been a few stressful days. It was about I six mean, years. yes, I was much younger, but still. Can we? Can Very we go? frustrated. I'd I'd like to get going. I agree. This place is unsettling. Yes, I feel quite sick to my stomach, honestly. Yes. Well, I'm sure a ship ride is just what the doctor ordered then. Yes. Position, <sighs> whatever we say. Oh, I guess not. Claudette will kind of make a grimace at that. <laughs> All right, let's go. He's gonna try to walk off again. Right. Yeah, Leiden will go along. <laughs> yeah, very, very will go along. Let's go. Claudette will relatively reluctantly go along. She's not looking forward to this thing hitting the sea again. <laughs> you won't have to worry about that for soon after. You arrive. The crates are unloaded for a few drow that have approached nearby after the message to the Underdark had been given. The ship, once again, takes to the sky, raising up, 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 as the elemental engines drive northward. Which we will discover where they go, right after this break. Hey everybody, it's Kelly here. I just wanted to let you know that if you like this podcast, you can support it directly on patreon.com slash dorktales. Doing so allows you to help the creator directly, but also gives you access to a bunch of additional features. For example, a once a month behind the scenes podcast. You also gain access to exclusive Patreon games like Strixhaven, A Curriculum of Chaos and Technocracy Zero Sum, a whopping three months before the general public. That's a great deal. On top of that, as of January, you'll also have access to our new bi-weekly Dork Tales the Podcast, which is a D&D homebrew game that's actually recorded live in person for a change and stars myself, Christine, Robin, and Krista. Uh, it is a high fantasy game full of chaos and mayhem, and I think you're absolutely going to love it. And if you are a member of the Patreon, you will get it three months before it shows up on this podcast platform. To encourage you to consider joining the Patreon, here's a random 30-second clip from Dork Tales the Podcast for your listening pleasure.
corner. Is <laughs> <laughs> it still taste after all this time? <laughs> Unless the fish man was using it. Oh no! <laughs> Tastes fishy. Tastes <laughs> fishy. Now we're showing showing levels. <laughs> pretty great time. Dork Tales the Podcast is going to be releasing on our Patreon in January and should be in general release around March or April of next year. Hopefully you'll be able to join us early, but if not, be sure to tune in, leave comments and reviews, and we'll see you there. Thanks so much for your time. Have happy holidays. And now, back to the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Reign of Emrys here on Dork Tales. The travel is comfortable. You spend a good amount of time lounging around, getting to meet some of the crew. Such wonderful people as Corlin Shortdust, Alton Buckley, Ormo Broadhand, of course, Claxon Bortusk, who you've already met, and who is presently sitting around a table with, uh, uh, with, uh, Very right now. Uh, Very, I'd like you to yeah, do me a favor. Yeah, that's are accurate. You, are you proficient with gambling sets? Um... I don't think she is, but she's going to try. All right, make me a um, wisdom check. Yeah, no, she's not proficient with gambling. Okay. Uh, that's a wisdom check. That is, you add wisdom to this, yes. All right, so that's going to be a 19. 19? You sit across the table from uh, from Boar Tusk. Of course, a broad, stout halfling with an eye patch and many a scar. He looks across the table at you, your tiny halfling frame. And... What do you got? What game uh, are they actually playing? Uh, right now, you're playing three Dragon Ante. Well, she's gonna... I mean, with with the 19... She probably has a pretty good... You got a pretty good hand. Uh, who yeah. else is playing this? Is anybody else hanging around them? Uh, Claudette um, will watch, but yes. unless it's cards, she won't I'll play. try it. Okay, you may make a wisdom check as well. If I'm proficient with gambling sets. Are you? Yes. All right. You may make that using your proficiency and wisdom. Nice. Is that a, just a check, oh. not a save? It nice. is a check. 22. 22. 16. 16. You all do fairly well. However, in the end, as he slaps his cards down, it's obvious that Bortusk has better cards than both. Very and Leiden. Read him and weep. Hey, tall boy. And then Talfrin puts down the winning hand. Oh, you've got to be you kidding. Ah, fine, fine. All right, here. Yeah. And he'll flip a couple of coppers into the pot. Okay, is it actually cards then? It is actually card set, yeah. Okay, well, because she's proficient in cards. Okay, so what, you want in now, Blondie? <laughs> yeah, I'll join. Fine, let's raise it. A silver now. Sure. I was going okay. easy on you, but no more. <laughs> Ready? Okay, so let's you go. said that was a wisdom check? Oh, wisdom check, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, no. Oh, my God. I was like, I'm not going to do any better. I got the same thing. 22. Oh, no. I got, I got a 10. Okay. Um, seven total? 
Seven total? 25. Okay. Once again, he lays down his cards. I ain't got time for this. The silver's gonna be mine. He, his cards across the table, and yeah, that's damn near what he needs. It's about the same as a flush in poker. And you've got a pair of twos. Very. You've got a pair of basically a, a low pair and lead, and you've got a you've got a high uh, trio. What do you got, boy? Talfron has a higher straight, but looking over, it's uh, it's Claudette who comes down with the full. Is this any win. good? Which, by the way, perfect. I want to do like perfect, like innocent poker face. Sounds good. Um, yes, uh, Clada, you're going to net uh, five silver pieces. Oh, lovely. All right, fine. A gold, a gold, a gold. Okay. Who's in? Sure. I- sure. Yes, I'm in. Her. Nearby, you're going to hear the sound of a little bit of laughter as a pair of other pirates look over and kind of mutter under their breaths at you. Most of you could hear what they're saying, though. One of them is Zen Iron Legs, the Tian woman with the mechanical legs from at least the knees down. She leans over to another one. Look at that. He's getting fleeced. <laughs> the fool. What? What'd you say? I said you're a fool. Oh, so the usual. <laughs> you're just jealous. Jealous that you're losing your money? Less, less weight for me to keep on my legs. One way to look at it. Let's go. All right. He deals the cards. All right. Thirteen. He puts his cards down. Who can uh, be? I got. A, I got an eighteen. Nineteen. I also got a thirteen. <laughs> and Claudette? Back. 24. <laughs> With that, Claudette, you're going to gain five gold, taking one gold from each of your friends and from uh, this gentleman as well. Huh. That was fun. Thank you. With with losing another hand, Barry's going to uh, turn to Portusk and just be like, hey, do you want to go get a drink instead? I don't know if I can afford a drink now, but I wouldn't mind. <laughs> he winks or he blinks it's hard to tell with that like that. <laughs> uh, but he'll get up and do that and at that point Zen will take a seat at the table um, like I said she's a Tian woman with a bit of tattooing down her arm as well as those iron legs that clank on the ground mm. so we're headed north to well quite a ways from the sound of it What's, um, mm-hmm. what's your story? I'm curious. I'm Zen. Pleasure to meet you. I'm Claudette. Claudette. Nice. Uh, let me introduce my mates here, and she'll gesture. Uh, that's Arco Pomalista. That's No Knees Lemmerwinkle. That's Honest Honeysuckle. Uh, that's Servio Ducata, who you, uh, I think you met before. Jomon Jacado, Shadow Digs. Uh, Bobil Bobertide and Dave. Hi, Dave says. Hello, Dave. 
That was a good one. Dave's a furbog. Looks like a nice, nice. guy. Nice. Nice. Aw. Talfrin. Nice to meet y'all. Hi. Hmm. Talfrin. Hmm. You're a tall drink of water. Not so bad yourself. I do okay. We're going to find more information. Information is expensive. No. Well. I hope you find it. I was actually wondering, and at that you're going to hear ka-chunk, 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 coming down the hallway. And you will hear, um, you'll hear one of, uh, one of the Githyanki, or Githzerai, one of the Gith, say, Captain on deck! And, uh, the captain will approach. Captain Odalesk Dirge, the Warforge, will slide into the table with you. What are we playing? I, I really don't know what it's called, but I seem to be doing okay. How and do I seem to be playing to lose. Hmm. How do you feel Less about dice? That's usually what you do, Leah, in the games. It's probably better than the cards. I seem like I should probably regain my honor from before, Miss Belmont, she says. Sure. Let's try again. I okay. want to see what, what's inside of you this time, although let's just wager coin instead of lives. Sounds good to me. All right, so anybody who wants to at this point, um, this game is going to be played differently. We're going to do a, a game of Liar's Dice uh, using Insight. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So basically, we're going to use your passive Insight, uh, and we're going to use your Deception as your main dice. Oh, I think I'd okay. seen the captain join in. Ivy's going to walk up to the table and uh, see if she can get in on it, too. Sure, if you want to lose that badly, I'm happy to have you on board. We'll see who's going to lose. Okay, so what are we adding to this? Basically, uh, ev everybody, yeah. uh, you are going to um, you're going to make a deception roll. Okay. 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 So go ahead, and do that first. Okay. Okay. Um, if your if your passive insight is That's... higher, you're just going to automatically know when someone's lying. Okay. Also, hi, Raid. Okay. I see you. As you're sitting uh, there around I'm the gonna table. I'm going to add my... De can I add my determination to this roll? Yes, you may. Sweet, I'm going to add my determination. I'm going to... Maybe do that, too, just because I can. Sounds good. So the captain leans forward, her metallic fingers clanging as she shakes and drops the dice. What do you have? Who wants to start the bid? I'll go first. How's that? Okay. Five threes. Uh, who here has a passive insight above 15? No. What yes. is it at? No. Mine oh. is... Mm -hmm. Mine's 18. Okay. Did anyone roll below 18? I rolled a deception. 17. Okay. I rolled so, an 18. Okay, so Claudette, uh, Leiden, oh, thank you so much, guys. Uh, Leiden will um, be able to tell immediately if uh, you are uh, if you are lying about your dice. Going around the table, uh, what I would like to know everyone's score. What'd you get on your deception roll? 
So you got 17, you got 18. Uh, Ivy and Leiden, what'd you get? 22. 22. 27. <laughs> okay. The game of Liar's Dice proceeds. And one by one, uh, Leiden, you are going to be able to snipe other players from the game, starting with Talfrin or Claudette first. <clears throat> Talfrin first. Talfrin gets, hey, thrown, gets thrown to the wolves immediately. He tries to hey. overbid, and you uh, <laughs> you call his bluff, and he's evicted. Everyone That's else. That's hard. You took away my proficiency by as changing from cards. As you move around the circle, you have the chance to get rid of either Ivy or Claudette. Claudette, because Claudette's dangerous at chance games, and the I know this. We'll eliminate Ivy. Until it's just the two of you. Mm. Four sixes. Would you like, let's do a contested deception roll. Yes, please. And someone just got me determination again, so I'm going to spend that immediately. <laughs> in fact, you got two in a row. I yeah. know. Then you have it back. So that means you just have it again. Um, so that's... My no, brain's we're, not we're mapping today. We're playing a slightly modified version of Liar's Dice because normally you would stop and redo when someone's voted out, but I want to do it like this. Uh, 25 this time. Yes, dog, I can hear you. <laughs> um, they do have a dog on board, so the dog is the dog is in character, barking in the hold. You hear that? No, sorry, pardon me, pardon me. You hear that? Scruffles is calling your bluff. What bluff? Aren't you a good boy? You ain't got six sixes. Because there are seven on the table. She says, raising the pot again. Mm. She seems to have matched you. Mm. You're not sure if she's lying. She's not sure if you're lying. What do you do? Do you call liar or not? Or do you raise again? I'm gonna call liar. Okay. Uh, so Out of ten dice, that's kind of un unlikely that there's seven sixes on the table. Yeah. There are wilds. Oh, that's true. There's ones as well. True, true. But yeah, she's gonna call liar. Okay. Sorry, the dog is annoying me. Mm. Okay, hold on a sec. I'm just gonna shut the window. Charlie, shut up. I'm back. There we go. Pardon that. I'll leave a note to remove that from the YouTube version. You call liar. And... You win. By a rough margin. <laughs> Congratulations. Well done, Leiden. Thanks. You end up netting two platinum coins from this. 
Nice. Oh. And. Meanwhile, over at the bar, and that's when I wrestled a grey render to the ground. I bit out my eye, but I beat it. That thing was a puppy, says the bartender, her drow fingers working the bar and the old wood with a wet, oiled cloth. Aye, but it was a grey render puppy. They're big. Claudette. Um, I just wanted to check how long is it until we get to like the Kasluxia? Do I have an hour? Uh at the most, yes. Okay. Um because she would like to re-summon her familiar in a different form. And that means you have to do it again in a Sure, sounds good. You can go ahead and do so that. So she'd have the materials in her bag. She had a couple sets of it. Okay. Probably had it all wrapped up to keep it safe, so it probably survived the dunking. Sure, that sounds good. Yeah, it'll be with you, so. Okay. All right, so you spend some time doing that, and as you are finishing the ritual, you are going to hear, We're coming aboard. We're coming out ahead. Come up. And uh, one of the crewmen from upstairs is going to come and grab each of you. You wanted to see what was going on. Come on, at the very least, it's a good night out for stargazing. Alright. Heading up top, you can hear the sound of the wind rushing around you and the sound of rain buffeting the side of the ship. It's a dark and cloudy night, and as you are flying over Terranel and over the coast of Aldare at this point, you can see in the distance, smoking ruins. It smells up here. Even miles and miles away you can smell burning wood smoke and burning oil. Anybody who walks out onto the deck of the ship can look over and see that there is something destroyed in the distance. Now it's quite dark out. And uh, as you look out, you are going to see. Uh, can you make me a perception roll, anybody? Uh, one of the yes. one of the one of the crewmen is going to hand you a magnifying glass, or not a magnifying glass, a spyglass, to look out. Mm-hmm. Eighteen. Thanks. It was right. perception 15. you said. Uh, yes, it was perception. Twenty-one. The carbuncle is going 11, to. Eleven. Three. Sounds good. Three. Boy, good job, <laughs> Ivy. Uh, the carbuncle she's is going to distracted. come out indoors uh, she's, and she's hang out with you as well. Distracted right now. What did I miss? And Claudette, what kind of uh, what kind of um, what kind of familiar do you have? Um, a little you have little a cat. Oh, you have a cat. Yeah, it was a falcon, and that's why I could have just re brought that one back, but I wanted to change the form, and that means you have to do, redo the ritual. Okay, one second. It's the same familiar, just in a different form. Uh, okay, and you now have a cat that is under your control. Don't forget that it gets its own actions as well and can do things so like that. So that is still Aurora. Okay, and you can see it on the screen. Can I? Oh, up there. Okay. So there, your cat is right there. Uh, there are several of the crewmen on the bridge, uh, including a kobold that is working, polishing one of the cannons down to the south. Uh, as you are looking, um, 
at the south here, you can see that the smoke is rising from down beneath here. And I'll, let me check your perception rolls. Uh, Alright, so... Uh, can I get a perception roll off of anybody who's trying to get a sense of things? Uh, if you are using the spyglass, you may roll with advantage. Oh, okay. Is this a different roll from what we just did? Uh, I didn't... So what are the rolls for that? I didn't have them in the chat, so I don't know what they were. Oh. Uh, okay. Oh! With advantage, I just rolled a nat 20. So it'd be with 23. advantage... Uh, yeah, still t um, 21. Okay. So mm. 21. Okay. Thank you very much for putting that in there. Um, so Talfrin, uh, looking looking through the spyglass, you are going to see the ruins of mm. the edge of not only Kasluxia, the the Fortress of Light, but the train lines leading to it as well. It looks like this entire area has been completely, completely decimated. Not only that, uh, you and Leiden, as you are looking around, are going to notice, as is uh, Christine, um, and actually I'll say that I'll say that everybody but Ivy is going to be able to see this just kind of distantly. Um, there are several f lights burning in the night. They look like large campfires or bonfires that you can see from miles away. Each one of these bonfires must be the size of a well, of a carriage or greater. Looking through the spyglass, Talfrin, you can see that it looks like some Cataganian camps that they've not only made it across the water and sacked Kasluxia, but they've set up something of uh, something of a vanguard. Hmm. Okay. And as you are looking around, is anybody doing anything fun or special? Um, like on, on the on the trip in general after Casluxia, like, like right now. Oh no. Um, no, I think Claudette's just trying to look to see anything she can see. Any hint that maybe there's prisoners or. It's it's hard to tell from this angle, but it does look like it's absolutely been demolished. The top of the tower lies in waste at the ground. And it looks like it has been sieged by ballista. Mm. Several dilapidated mechs are smoking in the ruins, which is part of the smell. Uh, that is something that Vary is actually going to be able to smell, is the burning scent of oil and Magitek. Mm. It smells like synthetic, uh, synthetic burn. It's just bad news. Like rubber. You will bring that, that specific point up. You said it's raining, right? It is raining, yes. All right. What's the plan? Well, I'm going to head back down below decks. Nope. I miss my rabbit, so I'm going to go make him. Wait, sorry. They were saying that it's a good night for stargazing, right? It should be. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's quite cloudy, but you're up in the clouds right now. Are we up in the clouds? Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, basically. Like, there, 
Um, the rain is coming down. You've got a good look beneath you because of basically uh, you have a bit of a buffer around you. The clouds are being pushed away by the elemental drive. Oh creates kind of a God, pocket of air Jack. around you. So okay. you're kind of in a I wasn't visualizing this very well. That's okay. I wasn't. I didn't explain it very well with that. I'm like, I was like, is this a trick? I'm giving are you conflicting information. Us? Yes, there. Um, <laughs> but uh, looking up, you can see that the cloud cover breaks above you, and you can see um, a pair of stars streaking across the night sky at the speed of, well, at the speed of stars, but the way they glow and glitter, it feels like they're closer than the others. One to the north and one to the south. Marking the polar differences. The north star glows golden and shining, welcoming and warm. The southern glows with a crimson light heats the blood. It's a, bl it's a star for lovers, for fighters. Below you, clinging one of the can cannons, you can hear the sound of one of the goblins muttering. I probably one of the, sorry, been a long night. Uh, you can hear the sound of one of the, co uh, the kobold that's cleaning the cannon, muttering to himself draconic. Praise be to you, and praise be to all of your doings, great worm. I give this offering to you. And uh, holds up a bit of fruit and tosses it over the side of the the side of the duchess. I probably the, du the duchess. What am I saying? Uh, the side <laughs> of the maiden's lament. The bit of eaten fruit falls down, down, down. Meanwhile, Ivy and Leiden, what are you two doing? So, how long has it been since we left the... Uh, right now, it's been about five hours. Okay, because I need to... Pre if I want to do the sending for Ivy, I need to prepare it. I don't have it prepared. Mm -hmm. um, so that would be eight, need eight hours of rest, I believe, okay. to prepare it. Um, so you can do it probably in the morning. Yeah, I just wasn't sure when that would be feasible if it, we would make it to Kaz or Bexner Valley. Long way, I said 12 hours is probably a bit of an exaggeration. It'll take a little bit longer than that. Okay. So in that case, um, Leiden will be asking Ivy what she wants sent and we'll have it get it written down so she can send it in the morning. Yeah, and Ivy will, will, will write it down, mm -hmm. making several different drafts. Um, so that might take a little while. Out. Yeah, I, she's 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 doesn't know. She's never felt this before, and she is just mm. she's freaking out now That's, that the kind of Telfrin stuff is there. She's just like freaking out. Hardcore. As you're spending some time on the bow on on the uh, on the top deck of the ship, uh, Vary, are you doing any stargazing, or are you just going under to rebuild your rabbit? Uh, she's going down to, to rebuild the rabbit. Yeah, so you're heading toward the stairs at this point, and as you do, I'd like everyone to make me a deck save. Ah, good. Oh, no. Turbulence, moderate Which, to severe. If it's been, like, raining and whatnot, like, on the ship, so that you're standing out oh, in the open and getting wet, yeah. Um, Claudette will have let herself cry a little bit. Okay. Not, like, anything really obvious, but stuff that would hide in the rain. Mm -hmm. uh, it's here. a deck save, you said... 18. Uh, 19. 19. 19. Also an 18. Okay, sounds good. Um, you are all going to manage to maintain your footing a bit. Uh, oh, sorry, carbuncle. 
Uh, Carbuckle got a nat 20, so the Carbuckle... Oh, nice. Do not nice. like, do not like, do not like the let. Now, the um, the elemental drive is pushing a bit of the rain, so it's coming down, it, not in sheets at this level, but is more coming down in uh, more of like a mist than anything. You'll still get a bit wet up here, but it's not going to be sheets and sheets of rain coming down at you. Um, as you are headed down there, however, um, the ship is going to suddenly lurch as it hits a bit of turbulence. We're fine, says the Goliath at the wheel at the front. Everything's fine. Just got a little bit of turbulence. Everything should be fine. Which is a famous last word. Nothing is fine. You hear called from overhead, and I need an initiative roll. Hmm. Oh, shit. Because I have a surprise round. Oh, sheet. Oh, sheet. Um, so we'd say we're below decks for, like, Leon and I for... Uh, you came out on deck to look over overboard, from what I understand. Yeah, we're probably on the deck. Oh, okay, yeah. so this is... Okay, This I was trying to figure out where... It the, maps the up right flows. now, guys, so I've got you where yeah. I've got you. Okay. So, uh, let's see, and that means that the rest are going there. Okay, so we... Well, then, I think Claudette would probably be over here. If she was uh, right at the edge looking over. Please put your initiatives in the chat. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay, so that is a 20. Then I've got... Uh, pardon me one second. Uh, okay, so... Good. So I've got Claudette. Then I have uh, Very and Talfren. Who wants to go first? Um. Can we decide when it when it's happening, sure. or do we have to decide now? Because I think like thematically we might choose one and then be like, actually, you know what? I think. Sure. Oh, you keep on top of it though. Yep. Okay. It sounds good. Okay then. Ivy, then I've got four, and what is I've got one beard here that's slightly longer and keeps tickling like a pack of empty skin, and it's killing me. <laughs> All right, uh, there is going to be a sudden wrench again as the deck of the ship pivots slightly as three, four, so many bodies suddenly slam down on the deck. Mm. And uh, a pair of tieflings, winged, slam down on the deck flanking either side of uh, flanking either side of Leedon and Ivy and as they do uh, six creatures are going to hop off of their backs and expand in the wet these are small black creatures lipless with ringed teeth that are oozing this viscous bl like black bile off of them 
you are going to see this explode next to you as there's <laughs> Hello, sister! Says iteration three. Hello, sister. Says iteration four. And I am going to need... Uh, well, I think I'm going to need this song. Oh, All shit. right. Oh shit. Let's have some fun. This beat is sick. I am <gasps> gonna die. Okay. On this uh, flying ship. Round one. Good to see you, sister. Says number three. One of the older ones. Her wings are long. Her horns are curled. It is not good to see her. They brought you out of retirement old. I see. Uh, and uh, I need Talfren. Uh, okay. Ooh, actually, very. you have also been. Let's see, I'm gonna use. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, she is going to surge forward and is going to. If I can move. There we go. Uh, she is going to move forward and take a swipe at Talfren. Uh, as okay. she does, uh, her uh, she's going to come at you barehanded uh, and is going to uh, say, okay. just die quickly and make this easy on yourself. Uh, all right, Talfren, I have, a, I have a 27, an 11, and a 19 to hit you. Okay, two of them hit. Two of them hit, okay. Yeah. Uh, she is going to rush forward uh, and is going to deal uh, 11 points of damage, pardon me, 15 points of damage on the first one, uh, followed by, uh, that is 12 points of psychic damage. The second one is not gonna be nearly as good. That is going to be uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage. And then, ooh, that's going to be a lot of psychic damage. That is going to be uh, 19 psychic. Okay. All right. She's just going to slam, slam, slam. And as she does, she is going to use her haste action to uh, do a lengthy kick at uh, at Very. Oh, no, not the little one. Okay, Very, <laughs> I have 29 to hit you. No, that, does, that misses, actually. Cool. Uh, Very, you are going to take uh, five points of bludgeoning damage as you are hurled into the side of um, of the upper of the highest deck. Uh, and okay. as you slam into the wall, I need you to do me a favor. Uh, make me a wisdom save. Coming up. Little traders are the worst. That's a really good roll. Uh, that's a dirty twenty. Cool. All right. So you feel time compress around you, but it doesn't actually knock you forward in the future. Uh, however, uh, I'm sorry about this. Uh, you're going to take... How many hit points do you have? Uh, after being kicked, 50. Cool. You take 67 points of psychic damage. What the shit? Uh, you slam into the wall and just collapse on the ground. What the hell? All right, um, let's He's see. Okay. Okay, the surprise round is rough. The Gru, his turn is here. 
And, ooh, actually, sorry, I have a couple too many grooves on the field. I should only have four. Bruh. There we go. These small, snarling creatures start making this noise and charge everyone around them. Uh, the first is going to charge Leiden. Uh, the second is going to charge Carbuncle. The third is going to charge Claudette. Actually, the third is going to charge Cla Claudette's cat. And the fourth is going to charge Claudette. Uh, because that's the way Gurus roll. Uh, you all are surprised. Um... Uh, also, uh, the moment they land, you all feel unsettled. Everyone inside of 20 feet of these guys have disadvantage on saving throws. Ah, does that include death saves? Uh, yes it does. Ah! Do I still have points of levels of exhaustion? Uh, you, I believe you don't. I think you've rested. Okay. Okay, uh, so number one, uh, Leiden, I have a 17 to hit you. That's a miss. Okay, one of them goes and launches it at you. Um, yeah, I actually don't have a photo of these things. These things are known as star spawn grooves. But you probably don't know what that means. Uh, next, one of them is going to launch at Claudette's cat. Uh, Claudette's cat, what is Claudette's cat's armor class? I don't actually know because I don't have uh, the beast area open. Cat, 5e. Uh, probably not much. Okay, uh, that is going to be a miss, but just barely. Oh, thank God. I'm like, okay. I just spent an hour raising that uh, thing. However, against Claudette, uh, that is going to be a, tw a 19. Does that hit you? Uh, do I have a reaction? Uh, no, because you were surprised. Damn it. Then yes, it does. Okay, uh, so that is going to hit you. Uh, so, here is what's going to happen. Uh, Leiden, you're going to take four, five points of piercing damage. Mm -hmm. And Claudia, you're going to take six points of piercing damage. I need both of you to make me a wisdom save uh, right now. And uh, Carbuncle... Uh, and you it... just said all saves are at disadvantage? Yes, they are. Oh, fuck. Five fuck. points of damage. Uh, okay. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20? No, I lost a nat 20 on that, too. Uh, quick question, though. Talfrin. Do you have danger sense? I can't remember Whoa. what level a barbarian gets it. Two. Yeah, I do, <laughs> but okay. that's only to dex saves. I don't think that does anything with a surprise oh, round. What's the, um, what's the you cannot be surprised that barbarians get? What level is that? Seventh or eighth level. It's, it's oh, yeah. damn it. a few no, levels. This is just when uh, you get you get an advantage on dexterity saving okay. throws. Alright, so yeah. carbuncle. Yeah, the, so the, the no surprise see. comes soon. The no surprise yeah. comes soon. I mean, well, if I make it. Okay, so Carbuncle it. is going it's to get fine. scratched a bit. These <laughs> things are going to... It's fine. These things blur around you and begin scratching up your legs. Uh, you, uh, what'd you get on your wisdom saves? Uh, dirty 20. Okay, I got a 19, and what'd you get, Leiden? That was a 12. A 12, all right, so you are still fine. Oh, uh, 14, sorry. 14, okay, so uh, moving into that, then we are down one, two, one grew, two grew, four grew, uh, and the other one, uh, number four, looks at you, Ivy. Are you with us or against us? 
You can crawl back into the depth pit that you Perfect. came That's from. all she needed. Uh, <gasps> so she is going to lunge at you and make uh, two attacks, one with her longsword. Now four is one of the fake experiments or one of the failed ones. Her tail never grew in and her horns are bent and crooked. She's an albino with pink eyes and lunges at you with a snarl and a froth on her torn and restitched lip. Uh, that is going to be uh, a 19 to hit you with the longsword. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. that is going to be a 22 to hit you with her claws on one hand. That, that'll hit. That'll, that'll hit. Okay, that is nine points of slashing damage. Okay. Uh, and then for that's for the sword and for the claws. Uh, that is going to be 12 points of slashing damage. Oof, okay. As she stabs into you and then slashes you, uh, adding another scar across the top of your chest along your neckline. Uh, Carbuncle is surprised because he doesn't have anything that makes him not surprised. Nope. Uh, and we are back at the top of the initiative with the enlightened number f- number three, who turns and looks at the rest of you. And uh, let's see. Oh, and uh, Very, on your turn, can you make me a death save? Because yes, you, I can. Even though you were surprised, you still get death saves. Oh, okay. Uh, so you want me to make one right now? With disadvantage, For- please. Weren't you taking those? Oh, you're right. You're right. I make those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're gonna do it? Yeah. Oh no! I'm gonna die. I mean, if I can make it to my round, I can help you. But (laughs) bye, folks. One sec. (laughs) Oops. Oops. Uh... Guys, I'm sorry. My sisters are bitches, apparently. Apparently. (laughs) They really suck. Uh, Cool, 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 cool. Um, That one is going to... um, Yeah. Uh, She is right there. She's going to turn back to Talfren and uh, Mm -hmm. is going to smile and say, Give up, slave. I can make this easy on you. Uh, and is uh, going to uh, you know what I'm having fun let's go ahead and uh, I'm going to hold an action for your obvious surrender okay uh, that is my round Claudette it's your turn Uh, okay well these things just attacked me and all my friends um, Scorching Ray, the okay. one attacking me. I'm gonna see how squishy these things are or aren't. Okay. Oh, and I'm activating Blade Song as a bonus action. Sounds good. You have no idea what these things are, by the way. Yep. So I'm gonna attempt this. Okay. Okay. Uh, spell. Now this is a ranged spell attack. Yes. Okay, so you will be at disadvantage for your attack roll because it's within five feet. Forgot that counted on spells as well. Yep. Mm. Okay, well, one sec. I'll have to do these individually then. Um. Okay, so that's 22 on the first one. That's a hit on disadvantage. Damn. Yeah, 17 on the next. And 17 on the next. Okay, so those are three hits. Um, roll me damage. 
Okay, one sec. Okay, someone's meant to something good happens. Uh, so that's six on the first one. Uh, eight on the next. And seven on the third. And those okay. are fire attacks. Uh, three firebolts slam into this strange, corrosive little creature, and it's going to go as the firebolts hit it, and it's going to scream and explode. Okay. And as it does... Did it, it explode before any of them hit? Because they're all separate attacks. Uh, so you did how much damage? It was eight, seven, and no, all three of them hit. The last one exploded it. Okay, cool. So three of them... Smashed, Just because, yeah, it's all it's three separate attacks. Okay. We do it all uh, at once, but... Uh, I just want to check. Okay. Um, and I just need to read something of mine real quick before. Sounds good. I'm gonna say Talfrin goes first. Uh, so Talfrin, what would you like to Fair. do? I would like well, to rage. Well, one sec. Oh, sorry. Oh. Like I said, I needed a second because I have extra attack. Okay. Oh, yes, you no. do. A six level, but I just couldn't remember how it worked if I cast a spell as well. That's right, because you're, you're weird. Yeah, so it looks like I can attack twice instead of once, whenever you take it, and you can cast one of your crown trips in place of one of those attacks if you want to. And so basically you could do two spells if you wanted to. Cantrip, right? No, it's a second level spell. Yeah, so you can only attack if you do a cantrip. Two spells. Didn't it just say that it was a cantrip? Well, you can attack twice instead of once whenever you take the attack action on your turn. Mm -hmm. Moreover, you can cast one of your cantrips in place of one of those attacks. Yeah, but you cast a first level spell. Okay, does that mean I cannot yes. take a second attack then? You cannot. You ha it has to be a cantrip. Okay. So, um, yeah. So if you cast Firebolt, you could do it, but not if you cast a first level spell. So it's cantrips only that you can combine with the, with the extra attack. So I can't physically attack, though. Not you cast a first level spell, so you cannot. Okay. Um, it's it's because you. That's have to really do badly worded, then, because it says moreover. Uh, it, as far as I understand, it is a cantrip that you have to combine with that. Okay. So, um, sorry, but you'll know for next time. Uh, so, uh, would you like to do any movement? No, there's no point uh, if I can't attack, so... Okay. Uh, can I get... Uh, Talfrin, if you're going to rage, can I give you to make me a d100 roll? Absolutely. Because I'm using the special wild magic table and getting rid of I the ridiculous it. ones. I love it. Roll 53. Oh, there's my cursor. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, so that or... Oh, that's hilarious. Um, okay, so I need... Okay, so uh, Talfrin, can you... Yeah. Oh god, they're inside of this as well. Uh... Sorry. Okay, can you make me a wisdom save, please? You can sure try. Okay, uh, with disadvantage. Yep. Uh, can I just roll straight if I do lucky? Uh, 
Mm, no, it's actually better for you to to save Lucky and roll with disadvantage. Oh, okay. Uh, okay like mathematically, it's I think it's still better because you get three dice instead of instead of two or one actually. Fourteen. What'd you get? Fourteen. Uh, fourteen. You are uh you are actually okay. That is hilarious. Oh, um, amazing. Uh, so you're going to enter rage, and there's going to be a sudden puff of energy that explodes out of you, and both the strange creature on the ground that's snarling at you, and mm -hmm. uh, the one moment, and the uh, the tiefling are going to get very confused looks across their faces. Uh, I would like you to do me a favor uh, and okay. take the rest of your action. Okay. So what would you like to do? I'm going to attack the one in front of me twice with my greatsword. Okay, sounds great. Uh, I guess with disadvantage. Uh, why would you have disadvantage? Oh, no, wait, those are just saving rolls. That's just saving, saving throws. throws. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. All right. the, the madness of the creature leeches into you. Oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. Sorry, I just have to remember what I add. My bad. Oh, okay. So, 18 and 15. 18 and 15. Yeah. Uh, all right. Though is going to be... Okay. Uh, that is going to be... Uh, the 15 is going to be a miss, but the 18 is going to be a hit, unless you spend your determination. Sure. Okay, then two hits. Alright. Um, okay, so... First one... Oops. Oh, I always click that one. Okay. First one... It's gonna be... Ooh. Um, one plus six is 17. And then... Eight plus six is 14. So 14 and 17. All right, 14 points of damage. Did you do Great Weapon Master? No, I didn't this time. Okay, and you added all your bonuses in? Yes. Okay, so that's 14 for both hits? No, 14 and 17, so 14, 31 17. altogether. 31 points of damage, and... Yeah. Okay. That is hilarious. Uh, so that's going to be... Okay, your greatsword slashes down twice into this confused being uh, that is going to take their reaction right now. And okay. one sec. Uh, that is a seven. Okay, and that is going to be... Okay, uh, you are going to slash into it. Uh, she is going to shriek uh, I'll kill you! And is going to make an attack. Uh, that is a buh, 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 uh, a twenty unnatural, uh, and that is going to be uh, that is going to be nine, thirteen points plus eleven. 17. So that's going to be 30 points. Um, she screams, reels back, and plunges her fist through the monster on the ground. 
I got you, you little shit! And starts ripping it apart. The monster dies with a scream. (laughs) She starts screaming manically. Okay. She looks very she looks very confused, one might say. Uh Ivy, it is your turn if Talfrin is done. Yeah, Barry, you are, you are on the ground. Done. I don't think I can move anywhere without provoking. I mean, um, but... Could I make an insight roll to see if me surrendering would... Would they stop? Are they here for me? Can I make an insight roll for that? Uh, you may. Cool. I'm gonna put determination on this. Please. Oh, I'm, I'm happy. Um, 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 That's gonna be 17. Uh, 17? Uh, you think that they're definitely here for you at least a bit. Okay. Shit, shit, shit. Ah, she'll get, she'll get two good, she'll get a couple good hits and then maybe some. Actually, no, she's going to... What are you gonna do? She will take out one of her swords. Mm-hmm. She will ignite it um, with her crimson right. So she'll roll a D6 for that. Five points, good job, Ivy. That's almost max damage to yourself. <laughs> Um, she will take out the sword, ignite it, like slash her arm, the like, um, purple lightning will engulf her blade and she will look at four and say, leave them and take me and I'll come quietly. Okay. And she will hold her action. Hmm. Um, if one of them makes a move on her friends. She will attack. Okay, uh, Claudette, uh, your cat actually has the same initiative as you. What would your cat like to do? I don't think they can do much. Uh, they can actually, they can assist. They can uh, disengage and run. Yeah, I think just that, get them out of the way, because they're not really, they're not a fighter. Sounds good. Uh, you are in control of your cat, so have fun. Okay. I'm going to go dodge it there. Off to the other cannon. All right, moving over to the other cannon. The cat streams. Uh, the uh, the grew lunges forward and misses, so instead it sets its eyes on you, snarls, and charges. Uh, it does not have advantage on its attacks this round, because no surprise. Uh, but that is still going to probably be a hit. Do you want to cast shield? On me? On you. It charges you and snarls and leaps forward. What's your armor class? Uh, 19. Okay, that... Would you like to cast shield? Sure. Okay. Uh, it snarls and and its mouth... This thing is about the size of, like, a couple of two volleyballs glued together. It snarls, its mouth opens three feet wide and wraps around your shield and gets stuck. <laughs> The shield actually opens inside of its mouth rather than uh, hitting you. Uh, It is not having a good day. Uh, The other one is going to 
uh, attack Leiden again because Leiden's right here. Uh, Leiden, yeah. uh, do you have shield? No, but is it a critical hit? Because I have a thing that can do it that. Is, it is not a critical hit. It is just a 21. No, I don't have anything for that, okay. I don't think. Uh, it is going to bite you again. Uh, and that is going to be five points, six points of piercing damage. And give me a wisdom save, please. And that's um, with disadvantage still? Uh, yes, it is. On saves? Okay. As you are near these things, each of you is going to oh, thank goodness. the sound of screaming and things beyond the stars are going to be worming their way into your head as a low feedback Eesh. noise. That is what is causing your fails. Oh, boy. Um, well, that's a 27. Um, you, I rolled a 19 and a 20. You are fine. Uh, Leiden, it is your turn. Okay. Um, looking around, do I... Okay. She's going to attempt... She's gonna take a five foot step and attempt to cast um, um, the, the, the Spare the Dying on Vary. Okay. Um, so she's gonna, oh, that's not the thing to move. That's the thing to move. Um, that should be in range because she can do that as a bonus action. Yep. Um, so that's her bonus action. And then uh, she's gonna try and smack the thing next to her. Sounds good. You raise your hand, call the orphan, call spare the dying down, and go to smack this thing. I'll make me an attack roll. Mm-hmm. Um, our attack rolls are not disadvantage. It's just the they saves, not. you said? It just okay. saves. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter. What'd you um, get? Does a seven hit? Uh, no, it does not. Do you have inspiration? I do have my inspiration, yes. Do you want to use it? Use that, yes. Does a 14 hit? Yes, it does. Yay! These things um, are these things are not useful because they bite hard. They're useful because they do awful things to the area. Minimum damage. That's a total of three bludgeoning. All right, so slamming. I rolled a one. Slamming your hammer or your mace down. Is it mace? It's a mace, yes. So she'll slamming swing your mace down. down. It's going to go glat. And its tongue is going to just kind of lash out of its serrated teeth, cutting itself on its own teeth. Uh, what? You're... It looks up at you with horrible, horrible eyes. Uh, skipping a glance over, you look over and... Very hasn't moved. What? She's not breathing. That didn't... Uh, Shit. Um, can right. I take the rest of my move to bolt over there and provoke attack of opportunity? Sure. Okay. So she's going to bolt okay. all the way over. That should be Sounds enough. good. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be five points of piercing damage, and I need other will save. Okay. You got it. Wisdom save. That's going to be a... Oh, you said with disadvantage. Mm. Okay. So that's the already that. So 16. 16? Okay, uh, you are going to be fine. You're going to take the damage, though. Um, and you're going to rush over. Um, Vary's neck is snapped. She's oh, dead. Orphan. Fuck. Uh, Mike, I rolled your first death save with double ones. That's what I figured. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, your body's still in one piece. As long as you just pop that neck back in place, you'll be fine. That's what I figure. I mean, it's it's pretty easy. All right. Um, number four is going to snarl. Who wants you to come quietly? 
and uh, is going to attack you, Ivy. So uh, can I take my reaction? Uh, your reaction was... Was for friends. Shit. Yes. All right. So she Fuck. is going to lunge at you. She's going to grab her greatsword, or pardon me, her longsword, and make two attacks. Um, that first one is a critical hit. Ouchies. Uh, so do me a favor and... Uh, that is almost max damage. You're going to take 21 points of slashing damage from the first one. Okay. As she okay, brings okay, the greatsword okay. down, slashing across your lip so that it looks like hers. And I would like you to do me a favor. Uh, you can make me an attack roll if you'd like. Oh, did she botch him? I got an at 20 and a 1. <laughs> okay, Ivy. Let's go. Let's go. You got to be shitting me. What'd you get? <laughs> was one of those a crit, did you say? Uh, yes, it was. Because I can make it not a crit, I think. I think we're kind of yes. beyond that at the moment, though. Okay, sorry. I just, I didn't understand that you said it was a crit until after that. Sorry, I said it was okay. a nat 20. Sorry. Um, so I crit back. Perfect. You can make that one not a crit. <laughs> no, lead okay. him. Don't. All right, sounds um, good. Uh, so go ahead and roll uh, me damage. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, uh, at least I did that. Um, okay, 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 okay. okay. And so leave and save it for to... the other one. Like, please save it for the other one. Hmm? Oh. Um, 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 that's going to be 11 piercing and only 2 lightning. Okay, 11 piercing, 2 lightning, and... Uh, your sword is not magical, correct? Cool. Correct. Okay. I don't think the lightning makes it magical. <laughs> nope, the lightning is its own thing. Uh, so you're yeah. going to stab into her. Uh, she is going to snarl, at, lean forward, and is going to bite you on the lip and rip part of your lip off for two points of damage. Thanks to her vicious reprisal. And, uh, I love vicious reprisal. Uh, Carbuncle! Carbuncle is going to snarl and is going to look up at the crazy bitch that just hurt them uh, and is going to brace itself, squat down, and its uh, garnet is going to flare. And that is a... Uh, you know what? So that's a save. Okay, that's a fail on the save. Uh, which means that is one, two, three, D, six. Uh, actually, Carbuncle is going to, because it is smart, uh, is going to move through your squares around here and is going to fire a radiant bolt of energy through you and that little piece of shit over there uh, that is going to deal uh, 10 points of damage to both the Tiefling and the Gru means that that Gru is in bad shape and that Tiefling is not in awful shape, but uh, number three could be in better shape as this beam of pure light goes <laughs> and uh, follows through that way. Uh, all right, and that is going to be the end of that. The crew is going to act at this point. Uh, the Kobold, uh, let's see. I'm just going to do some rolls and narrate. Okay, that is... Okay, holy shit. Wow. Okay, 
Uh, Ivy, uh, the one that you are facing, so like this one rushed up and attacked you. Uh, so, uh, number four is suddenly going to get pelted by three hand crossbow bolts from crewmates. Nobody attacks our ship, bitch! Uh, and while they don't go as deep as they could, that is gonna be 12 points of damage. She'll spit her own blood from her lip back in her sister's face. Uh, and, uh, the kobold that was cleaning the side of, uh, the cannon is going to, uh, rush forward at this Gru with a scream and launch itself on top. Uh, Claudette, you are my ally, so I have pack tactics. <laughs> uh, that didn't help. I got a four. Aww. Wait, hold on. I have class levels. That's a hit. <laughs> Uh, okay, that Gru is going to take six points of slashing damage as this thing, as the kobold lunges forward, goes Aah! and slashes down uh, into it. That is going to be, okay, that is some damage left. All right, top of the initiative. Uh, I need to make a d10 roll. Okay, that is a two. Uh, what happens here? Okay. Um, she turns, looks at you, Talfrin, and goes, <laughs> I killed it. Who are you? Uh, can he reply? Okay. <laughs> uh, he can, yeah. He can reply. Now get that one next. And then she, try. <laughs> she, she blinks. What the hell? And you see, like, her senses come back to her, but that cost her her round. Confusion is confusion is broken as hell. Amazing. I love it. Uh, Claudette, it is your turn again. What do you do? Um. Okay, I am going to uh, stab and firebolt. Uh, Ray of Frost. Okay. This thing that's on my shield right now. Okay. Uh, now it is Ray of Frost, so it's still range, so you'll have disadvantage. So you might, it might be better to attack it first and then Ray of Frost something else. All right, yeah. It's I less cool than what I wanted to do, but... Okay, I mean, or you can Ray of Frost. It's your call. I'm just saying that, like, mechanically. I hate the stupid range thing. It's like, if my hand's in your face, it's not gonna fucking miss. Take Warcaster as a feat. Um... What's that do? Uh, it means, if I'm not mistaken, it means that you don't take um, you don't take that penalty, and you have advantage on concentration checks. From I damage. already have advantage on concentration checks. Oh, okay. Then Warcaster's not singer. quite as good. All right. So, what are you doing? Okay. Um, well, I'm going to stab it. Okay. Uh, so that is dirty twenty. That's definitely a hit. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage. Uh, you are going to stab it, cleaving it in half, and it's going to dissolve into stardust. All right. Um. And then I'll, yeah, I'll still do Ray of Frost. Um, I guess whatever's directly threatening Ivy right now? Uh, sounds good. That is a tiefling. Uh, okay, well, that is a ranged spell attack. 
Okay. Of 26 to hit. Yeah, that beats my AC. Oh, I took my action. Ooh, yeah, I took my action. Ah, uh, that's 14 damage and lowers her speed by 10. Okay, and that was magical damage? Yes. Okay, well, that wasn't... Uh, what kind of damage was that? That was... Cold. Okay. Sounds good. Alright, so, um... The chill will strike her in the back and she'll snarl over over her shoulder. You're next, Belmont! Promises, promises. Okay. Um... And very, uh, and, uh, cat. It's the cat turn. Who's cat? What's the cat doing? Uh, bu -bu 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 -bu. sorry. This, let's forget that it has something it can do. Hmm? That's, that's familiar. At the moment, it really can't do anything. Okay, it's just going to stay out of trouble. All right, so, uh, yeah. Talfrin. I'm going to keep slashing. Okay, you're going to keep slashing. Go ahead and make me some slashes. All right, I'm going to do Great Weapon Master this time. Uh, whoop. Okay, uh, okay. And I'm going to roll Lucky. Okay. Uh... 23, oh wait, yeah, it says, oh wait, wait, 18 and 17. Yeah. 18 and 17, uh, that is going yes. to, okay, um, would you like to use your determination on either of these? Absolutely. Okay, uh, one of them hits. Okay. Oh, actually, Perfect. hold on one what? moment, I was confused, okay. so I need to... Never mind, both of them hit, because my, okay. uh... I thought my uh, 17 did. Uh, your 17, if before. you spend your determination, it will. Okay. Yeah. My other one did? Already? Uh, did you already hit once with the 17? I thought so, but maybe not. That's because okay. you, you had to spend your determination last round to do it. Oh! And okay, then you well, had that I... determination bought for you again. Oh, I gotcha. Okay, alright, well then I'll do she, that again. She had Let's haste go. on her. Oh, so, but then she got confused by your rage, and then her haste dropped. Gotcha. So. Okay. Uh, so yeah. All right. So please. Let's get, rock. Then that's double. Give me double. Uh, no, it's just plus ten. But basically. Well, I know, I know. But give me two two hits. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. And okay, so that's. 12 there, plus 12 is going to be 24, plus 20 is going to be 44. Um, just so I'm doing my math properly. So it's 2d6 plus 6, generally. So my 2d6 were 12, plus the two sixes is 12, plus Great Weapon Master twice is going to be plus 20, so it's going to be 44. Four. Points of slashing damage. Okay. Uh, one, one moment while I calculate. Okay. Oh, that actually makes my math really easy. Uh, okay. Uh, so that is going to 
uh, just completely slam into her twice. Uh, blood is going to be streaking down her chest for the first one. Uh, she is going to bring her hand up to block the second one to try to snap out of the way, but you're going to twist at the right second, and you are going to remove her arm at the elbow. Uh, she is going to shriek, and I'm going to spend a hurt the more to make an attack roll against you. Sure. Uh, does a 17 hit you? Yes. Okay. Uh, how many hit points do you have left? 31. Okay. 31. 31. You're going to take uh, 12 points of bludgeoning damage, turns into 6. And uh, here we go. Okay. Uh, you are going to cut her arm off, and as you do, she's going to strike you. I need you to make me a will save. Okay. Wisdom save, pardon me. My pathfinder is talking. Um, okay. I rolled a 19. A 19? All right, yeah. sounds fantastic. Uh, however, uh, she is going to strike you directly in the throat, and you are going to feel your airways begin to collapse as you take yeah. that damage on top of 62 psychic. So you are going to uh, drop to your knees at this point, and... Uh, Let's see, that is... Okay. Talfrin, Ivy, it is your turn. Okay. So, um, my lovely my lovely sister, Four, is in front of me. Um, she's going to uh, draw her second sword and take three attacks at her. All right, sounds good. Give it to me. As she snarls an abyssal. Okay, okay, I don't think my offhand hit, um, because okay. that's a nine for my offhand, but I got, um, 18 plus seven for the two main attacks. Um, 25, does 25 hit? Uh, 25 hits. Cool, so that's two hits with the lightning sword, and then the, okay. the so give the me the, give me the damage separately, please. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Um, so that's going to be 11 points of piercing. Okay. Is that and total that or? The piercing for the two attacks, yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, no, I add. Just kidding. I forgot to add eight to that because I forgot that my modifier. Um, okay. So 19 points of okay. piercing. Okay. Um, and then that's going to be. Do, 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 that's going to be 10 points of lightning damage. Ooh, beautiful. She is very badly damaged as you start to cut into her slicing. Um, you're going to take a chunk of one of her horns off. Actually, her only one horn, because she's the malformed one. Uh, and she's going to snarl back, but she's already acted, so she can't use her reaction to attack you. Um, so, are you doing anything else with your action? Um, no, because that was my uh, action and bonus action. To you remember me. number four, and this is when she's the most dangerous. When she's on the ropes. Oh, no. All right, it is now the Gru's turn. The Gru is going to see all of this chaos going on, uh, and you are the closest source of blood, so it is going to attack you from behind. Uh, that is going to be a 13. That is probably a miss. Yep, misses. My AC is now 17 with my dual wielding. It charges you and misses. Uh, then it is going to be lead, and it is your turn. Okay. Um... I would like to... Did I just see Talfrin go down Talfrin as well? Talfrin is down on his knees. He's starting okay. to lose consciousness. 
Oh, fuck. Um, am I able to cast Gentle Repose on Vary and then do um, my bonus action to... Gentle Repose um, is your cantrip? Gentle Repose would be the spell. Um, uh, the, 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 the fuck word spell. Um, spare the Dying is a cantrip. Okay. And it's for me, it's ranged bonus action, so oh, I can use that as my bonus action. Okay. I was wondering yeah. how you were doing both. I was like, is is, is it's okay. because I'm the cleric of the grave, yeah, fair specifically, enough. yeah. So she's bonus action to do that, um, and I and for very she's gentle repose because she's like, oh fuck, I don't, I don't, fuck. Um, that's my full action though, so that's all I can do. Okay, is that what you want to do? Um, alternatively, if I can. Cast, try and cast Revivify, but I don't have components. I don't think. Yeah, I tell you what, why don't you make me uh, make me a charisma check? All right. Um, is it a check, not a save? Uh, yeah, it's a check. Okay. Not twenty, baby. <laughs> Woo! All right. Uh, you do not have the components. Uh, I'd like you to take one level of exhaustion, please. Just one? Okay. Just, just one level of exhaustion, and okay. uh, you are going to uh, mark that much gold off your character sheet. Okay. If you do not have that much negatives. gold off your character sheet, then it's going to bleed over to your friends, and that gold is going to vanish from them as well. Please distribute it All evenly right. among them. Um, I have 26 gold right now, so... How much cool. is it total? Five hundred. Like 300. Oh, 300. 300. 300. Uh, so everybody else, please lose a minimum of 60 gold pieces each. I have only 14. Then, okay, everybody, everybody else. Uh, take... I going to lose it all. Calfrin's broke as shit. I'm pretty right, sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, all are broke There goes your source of money, goes. guys. It's all gone from Claudette. Okay. You have nothing Claudette. now. Claudette, <laughs> yeah. your money is gone. Uh, do it, so uh, I have 116 left then if I'm losing 300. Okay. <laughs> Very has 89 silver. <laughs> okay, no, she doesn't. It's all gone. All gone. Uh, the carbuncle keeps the garnet because it's literally in its forehead. Okay. Um, okay. Does my, do I still have a bonus action? You to still do? have a bonus action. And that's my spare the dying on Talfrin. Okay, and does that that just stabilizes and she'll, so him? She, yeah, it just stabilizes him okay. to zero. Yeah. Um, so she's basically just gonna do a, utter a prayer to the orphan and be like, "Oh, please, not now. This is not the time." Um, and you're going to hear a horrible noise come out of Very, and her vertebra resets, and she gasps air in. Yeah, so she's like praying and then she'll put her hand out and just and this mist will like erupt around her and probably reach out to Vary is, is what I'm imagining and just mm -hmm. like go into her throat and then just like pop 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 uh, Vary you are awake and alive it is not your turn yet but it will be in a minute <laughs> um, yay <laughs> you all you remember is you had a vision of falling she's probably gonna wake up and be like Fuck down her! Yep, basically. Um, okay, that was your turn, Leiden. Uh, Talfrin, can you do me a favor and roll me a d20? Oh, uh, yeah. Tell me if you uh, get a 20. Uh, oh. Nope. Cool. Uh, I'm going to spend a something good happens because I've got a spare one, and I'm going to use that to say that you stabilize at one hit point rather than zero hit points because of this spell. Cool. So you can cool. still act at one hit point. Oh, okay. It basically means you're still conscious. You're going, you're, gotcha. the spare of the dying is going to go. Um, um, and for those of you who are like, what the hell? Trust me, I got this. Rules are meant to be broken in service of fun and the plot. Um, <laughs> we, we've learned to trust Kelly. Oh yeah, absolutely. All the uh, trust. All right, uh, yeah. it is number four's turn. Uh, I am going to reckless attack three times. 
Goodbye, guys. Let's see if she goes through my max hit point. All right, okay. kills me. Okay, uh, I have 26 points, uh, 26 to hit on the first one. I, that'll do it. I have 23 to hit on the second one. That'll do it. 17 and is the number you're looking for. I have, okay, well, that is three hits as she snarls cool. and dives at you. Uh, this is going to be. Uh, Let me know if you get 67 damage or not. 67? Yeah, that will outright kill me. Otherwise, I'm just rolling death saves at this point. Okay, so uh, she's going to slash into you and it's going to be for a total of. Well, actually, no, the uh, first one would probably drop me down to zero, so I'm probably losing death saves. Okay, so that's going to be, uh, how many hit points do you have left? I have nine, okay. currently. Uh, the first one will not. The first one is going to be just uh, just six. Uh, so it's going okay. to slash you across the stomach. Uh, the next one, though, is going to drop you as she plunges it into your upper right chest. Okay. Uh, and the last one, as you sink down to the ground, she's going to smile, kneel on your gut, and bury the sword in your belly and start to twist it in your innards. <laughs> so that's failed, right? Uh, that's, uh, yes, that's, so that's two failed death saves. Awesome. All right. Uh, it is going to be Carbuncle's turn. Uh, Carbuncle is going to try to recharge that gem. Uh, that's a five, six. Uh, that is a four, unfortunately. But I have a something good happen, so I'm gonna reroll that, and that is a five. Uh, so that means that I need two saves. Uh, that is a fail and a success, uh, which means that as the Gru snarls down at you, as one of the last things you see, a bolt of light is going to fire, fire out of Carbuncle's head and is going to just <laughs> eviscerate it. Uh, everyone no longer has saves as the sound of screaming star spawn escapes your ears for good. Uh, and uh, it is crew turn. Uh, the crew is going to make five crossbow attacks. Uh, and they are going to target ooh, three of you there. Uh, that's only one hit. And two of them there. Uh, and that is... Okay, that is only one hit. So that is going to be... Uh, that is going to be two more points of damage to... Oh no, uh, that's bad. Uh, the crew is going to aim and fire, uh, firing crossbow bolt after crossbow bolt into the two tieflings. Uh, one of them is going to strike into number four and she is going to turn snarl and use her vicious reaction to charge the Goliath that shot her, who is at the wheel. Uh, that is going to be oh, a 25 to hit. Uh, she is going to snarl, bury her teeth in his throat for six points of damage. Uh, and uh, I need everybody to make me a deck save. Okay. Hey, I can make a save. Um, what happens if I'm, you know, unconscious? Oh, you're, you're on fine. The floor. You'll slide across the bow. Okay, cool. Wee! Okay. Uh, 18. All right. So you're looking for a 15 here, everybody? I pass. Okay. I got an 18. 18? Sounds good. Oh, All right. 18. If you fail, you yeah. are prone and move <laughs> 10 feet toward the back of the ship as it begins to plummet downwards. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, do I run into the wall? Uh, you will hit the wall and proceed no further. Okay. Am I on well, top of I probably wouldn't move too much because there's stuff right next to me here. And cannons okay. are generally kind of wedged into place so they don't roll around. 
That is true. So you'll slam into that. Uh, in that case, you're going to do me a favor and you're going to take four points of bludgeoning damage instead. Uh, actually, oh, even so, with a successful dex? Oh, you succeeded. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I you failed. You failed, so you're going to take four points of bludgeoning damage as you slam into the wall. Okay. Uh, you are going to be moved. Most of the crew is going to be pitched. Uh, Carbuncle's not going to be. And uh, the Kobold is going to spend half of its movement to get up uh, and is going to... Uh, that is too far for it to reach, but it's going to start moving uh, toward this, uh, toward the tiefling with a feral look in its eyes. Uh, <laughs> that is, I like this one. What's this one's name? Did I name this one? Oh yeah, that that's Exer. Exer's great. Uh, all right, top of the initiative, uh, Leiden, the uh, the tiefling that uh, has only one arm and down Talfrin has hit the side of. Had to hit the side of the wall. Oop, that reminds me. That means I took two points of damage. Uh, is going to turn to you. Say your prayers, little one. And uh, is going to uh, make... That does not refresh, thank you. Uh, is going to hit, try to hit you three times. Oh. Now, I'm question, oh. right? You are... Oh, yes, you are prone. You knock me prone. Okay. So uh, hold on. What are you asking, Christine? Oh, oh no, it's as an action. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so what are you saying, Amy? Was the tiefling also prone? Uh, she's going to spend mm. half of her action to get up, or half of her move okay. to get up, and then has advantage against me. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Actually, it's so not that. as an action. If my familiar is basically next to Leiden, from I figure it got flung over that way, anyways. Yeah. Shield is a self reaction. I can deliver a spell that has touch to another through my familiar if you, they're touching. You can't cast shield on another person. Okay, it is just that. It is just that, yeah, I know. That would be okay. nice though, wouldn't it? Um, however, you could choose to have the cat interact to uh, to deny me advantage on one of my attacks. How do I do that? You just have the cat the cat interfere. Grant the help action to Claudette, or to Leiden. Okay, that's something that a familiar can do then. It's not yeah, you, listed in the familiar thing. It's they can make they can make a lot of actions. So for example, the help action with a flyby attack gives advantage okay. to things. It's so just you, not listed in the familiar spell, so it's 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 something that happens all the time. But if you want to, the cat will sure. is a combatant then. Alright, so the cat is going to yowl and lunge forward, uh, which means uh Leiden, what is your AC? Um it's eighteen. Okay, that mean that turned that one into a miss. Okay. Uh, so I have one hit against you only as she snarls and punches down into the ground three times as you roll to the side bringing your shield up it's going to dent the side of your shield you roll to the side and she's going to catch you in the ribs and then the last one aims right at your head but you're going to roll all the way and it's going to punch through the wood um, that is when the pain from that first blow is going to hit you and that is going to be uh that is going to be 20 points of, uh, of bludgeoning damage and 14 there... points of psychic damage. I'm down. You're down? I was at 22. You were at 22? Okay. <laughs> but you're not dead. Uh, so that is going to knock you, knock you right out. Say your, you like saying your prayers, huh? And you roll out of the way and the pain just, the psychic, um, the psychic pain just kind of comes up and 
quashes you. Um, she's going to snarl as the cat leaps up and tries to scratch her face, and that's how she doesn't, like, just snap your neck, basically. Uh, good for you. Uh, Claudette, it is your turn again. What do you do? Okay, well, she wasn't really looking that way because she was looking the way of the tiefling that has taken out the guy on the wheel. And this is all happening very fast, so I think she's probably still focused on that. Okay, any any attempts to move toward the front of the ship have uh, uh, half movement. It counts as rough terrain. Uh, but well, only going side, that direction right now. Size. It's actually, you actually will have a plus five You're within range, speed. bitch. Okay. Which pulled at a third level. Okay, sounds good. And you're aiming at the one over Leiden? No, the other tiefling at the wheel. Okay, she has been knocked to the ground, so she is prone. You'll have disadvantage on the roll. Oh, for fuck's sake, okay. Um, all right, I'm going to wreck on all of my just Sorry. exposition of why I was going for her, and okay. I will go for the one over Leiden then. Sounds good. Well, I mean, you were going to, and then you just saw your best friend killed. I just figured that I probably wouldn't see that because it's happening in seconds. Um, you probably heard but. Leiden shriek as she went limp. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, she'll shriek just Leiden's name. And this is going to be Witchbolt at um, third level. Okay, what's your attack roll? Nat fucking 20, bitch. Okay, roll me damage. Drop this bitch. 60-12. Oh. That's why I cast it at a third level. And what type of damage is it? Uh, this is lightning. Yes, yes, yes. Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> 46. How do you want to do this? Um, Claudette is going to kind of just react with a look at hearing leading like a shriek shriek Leiden's name and just snap an, the arm out that's not holding her sword and just lightning bursts from her hand connecting to this tiefling and uh she yeah screams. I think it just explodes with lightning um, she's going to drop to the ground completely crisped parts of her are missing her leg is gone half of her face is ruined the corpse is still there it might get some final words in but it's dead Uh, congratulations on that. Are you spending your action to do anything else? Uh, well, that is an action. Yeah, but are you doing your movement or bonus? Um, don't think I have anything that acts as a bonus. Okay. Um, I will run back over to Leiden, though, I think. Sounds good. All right. Uh, so, Very, uh, I'm going to say that you act before Talfer because you haven't had to act this entire time. So, That's Very, fair. you are up. What do you do? Uh, well, Leiden's down right in front of me. Uh, yeah. Cure wounds. Sounds great. Roll it. Uh, I'm going to do that at a second level. Sounds good. Roll it. Um, all right. And that is 2d8, I believe. Okay. So, that's 10... Uh, that's going to be 13. 13 hit points, Leiden. As, as Varys is like, oh shit, drops, uh, right. like slaps you in the face. Uh, Leiden, you're going to come to with the worst <laughs> smell in your nose. 
It is crisped tiefling. Yuck. Uh, um, and then... Varys gonna take her movement and yeet the hell up to the top deck. Okay, sounds great. Uh, so, uh, that means it's Talfren's turn. Okay, so right now it looks like the only enemy is the one uh, at the front. At the front. Now remember, okay. all movement toward the front of the ship uh, is going to be um, difficult, terrain. difficult terrain. That's okay. I have to take half my movement getting up anyway. Mm-hmm. So I thought you, you succeeded your check. No, I didn't. Oh, did. That's you why t- I pushed myself back. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, yeah fair, I fell. So, no, I got like 13. So, um, he's going to walk this, walk down to, uh, just walk a little bit closer mm. and just hurl the javelin. Sounds good. Uh, you can hurl I two of them. can't get there. Oh, sure. I mean, you that can, do, you can like make two attacks on your turn, can't you? This is true. This is yeah. true. I forgot that it counted for ranged attacks because when do I actually use this javelin in my character art? It's been a while. It's been <laughs> a long time. Okay, let's go. I got 20. That's a hit. And 20. That's 13 a hit. 13 plus 7. Okay. All right. So roll me your damage twice. So that's 2d6 plus your strength plus your strength plus your rage plus your rage. I'm not raging anymore. Oh, are you not? No, because oh, yeah, I got knocked out. That's and true. he's a little bit discombobulated with one hit point. Uh, That's fair. He's That's just going to toss a javelin. Um, okay, so eight plus strength plus strength is going to be 14. 14 damage? Yep. Okay. Piercing. Uh, two, two javelins slam into her back from where she is on the ground. Um, ooh, I forgot to say she is prone right now. Mm-hmm. So did you roll with disadvantage? Mm, no, but I can roll again. Yeah, let's roll again to make sure they both hit. Okay, so one didn't hit, the other one did hit. Okay. Should Have I you spent your inspiration for the night? Use six again. I, uh, no, actually. Would you like to spend that just to make him hit? Yeah, let's okay, try. Okay, so two javelins are uh, going to plunge into her uh, as she's on the ground. Oh, I get you, I get you. Just, just, gotcha, just gotcha. a wink. Gotcha, we're just going gotcha, gotcha, to gotcha, handle gotcha. it. I got gotcha, um, gotcha. Sounds good. All right, go ahead and take your thing. Do your thing. Uh, all right, and then... All right, two javelins are going to slam into her. And, uh... I have my final something good happens. Okay. Lead it's your turn. that one. <laughs> no. No, I didn't. Okay. Hmm? Sorry. I mean, I still have two, two death saves, but yeah. Did you just say my name? Yes, it's your turn. Okay, sorry. I was looking at my spells. It's your um, turn. Your... Uh, cool. Ivy is bleeding um, profusely. Ivy's on the center bleeding deck. profusely. Bonus action. Um, spare the dying. Okay, you stabilize. Yes, and then Leiden's also going to attempt to move. Um, he said it was um, actually no. Uh, you don't uh, need the to. One... Don't need to. Well, go ahead. I, if I, if you do what you think you're doing, but go ahead. I was gonna pop her wings because um, it takes an action. Oh, but... fair. Um, and then was just going to fly forward and move so that she can do something next time. It's a, only a movement of 30 feet, but this means it's not difficult terrain. It will not be difficult terrain, no. Yeah, so I believe that means I can drop her right next to Ivy for next time and, like, kind of 
but that's all I can do, I believe. Okay. Do you have any ranged weapons? Uh, I have a crossbow. Um, do you have any cantrips that you want to use? Or you, you have, have a bonus action to spare the dying. Yeah, but um, it takes an action to pop my wings and fly, unless oh, you does want it? me to okay. not do that. Yeah, All right, so your, your wings are going to spread, you're going to fly over next to Ivy, uh, who mm-hmm. is now stabilized. Uh, number, uh, number four is going to snarl and uh, is going to uh, rip the Goliath's throat open. Killing the uh, killing the driver of the ship, and uh, is going to uh, turn with her last action. I'm gonna spend that, uh, and is going to charge Leiden. Uh, Leiden, can you do cool. me a favor? Yep. Uh, can you make me? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was okay. Uh, she is going to charge at you, her wings spread, and is going to slam a blade down next to your foot, where it catches in the ground. She's going to snarl up at you with all of the rage. I'll see you in the house. All right. With that, it is down in the Carbuncle's turn. Carbuncle uh, is going to... does not have the speed to do that. Carbuncle is going to climb up there and is going to pray for... Uh, it, oh, it works! Okay. Oh my god. Carbuncle, you are the best. How many hit points do you have left? Not many. Okay. Um, Carbuncle is going to crawl forward. You're going to see another beam of pink begin to form in the center of his forehead. He's going to brace down his claws, scraping the deck, and is going to fire a bolt into this thing uh, into her for 10 points of radiant damage as it shears part of her face off. She is very injured right now. Uh, the crew's turn, they are all prone. What I'm going to do is I'm going to roll five dice if any of them are above an 18. And nope, nope, nope. And nope. Okay, so they're all just going to be trying to keep themselves in check, uh, except for Cobalt Boy, who is going to five... 10, 15, 20, who is going to charge forward and is going to, uh, mm, uh, is going to dive forward and is going to, uh, lunge forward, clamping his claws onto, uh, number four's leg. And you will see that, uh, this, this kobold is not wearing shoes. Instead, he wraps his draconic claws around the grating in the floor. They're not going anywhere. Uh, and is grappling her. Uh, I love this kobold. He's my favorite. Uh, the inline would have said, Claudette, it's your turn. Okay, she's not fucking prone anymore, right? She is not. She is standing up and she cannot move. Okay, well, you know what? I really want to make sure that she doesn't get away because I really don't like this. So witch bolt at a third level again. Okay, uh, make me an attack roll. Oh, nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lovely dice. Uh, that is going to be... 25 to hit. Uh, okay. Uh, roll me damage. Uh, 
decent, 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 decent. Kobolds uh, are the real heroes of Emery's. 25 lightning. And it connects and holds to her, so if she survives, she's getting hit again next turn. Well, I take half damage from lightning. Which is unfortunate. Because how do you want to do this? Um, I think lightning is going to like crackle beside Leiden and latch onto it. It's like this, it's like the, the string lightning that you see hitting the ground, all the, like the very, very some little offshoots and all latches onto her and holds on and connects a continuous bolt between her and Claudette. Okay. It's going to strike her and just what happens to the body? Does, is there a body? Um, parts. Like, I think maybe the leg that the cobalt was holding onto is still there. Sounds good. <laughs> huh? What? The cobalt is going to shout. Uh, what? Uh, and uh, the, yeah, she is dead. I was gonna you... say something along the line. Don't you dare touch Legion. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, were you doing any movement or anything? No, I don't need to. Okay, uh, you know what? She, I don't think so, at least. She just did. Uh, uh, yeah, the ship 30 is feet continuing to careen downward. Just ashes floating around in the air. Not for long, at the speed you're falling. That's true. It's easy, please. Uh, all right, so uh, if you're not moving or anything, then it's Vary's turn. Vary. Um, can I try and control the ship? Uh, sure, yeah, you can. I'm going to try that. All right. Because... I'm right beside the wheel at the top there, so... You're behind the rear wheel, yeah. There's two wheels, so... That yeah, so Vary is gonna try and control the ship, so what role do I make for uh, that? I would like you to make me a pilot check. I don't believe you have that skill, so this is going to be a dexterity check. Okay, I'm gonna use my inspiration and determination Please on this. Do. Where is the, the Twitch is asking, where's the Warforged captain? Well, it's been 20 seconds since this happened, so she's coming. Right. <laughs> but it's been 20 seconds. All right, all right. It's not a nat 20 like I hoped it would be, but it's not bad at a dex check. That is an 18. 18, okay. Uh, that is pretty solid. Oh, wait. I had my, uh, I spent determination on that. Yep, so that should be So a that's a 21. 21, all right, you are going to pull up and right the ship. Everything is going to go sideways for a second as all of you get very dizzy, very knocked around, uh, but you are out of combat and you are able to pull the ship up, holding it steady. And with that, the combat. Um, oh, sorry, yes? Was I, am I able to bon to bonus action the captain or the, the driver, the the Spare half, the dying. The Goliath. Spare the dying. Yes. Sure. Yes, you may. Okay. Um, yes. And then I intend to heal them. That's what I'll say if if I stabilize at zero, am I still unconscious or am I Ye up? Yes, you're still unconscious. Mm. Okay. Mm. I'm also gonna cure wounds myself at second level, please. Sounds good. I've I've been unconscious for three kills of this campaign. <laughs> I'd be so bad at this. Uh, no, Ivy, actually no, no. Ivy, make me uh make me a con save. Pawn save. Yep. Bruh. Yes. Oh, See, Claudette remembers that she's a wizard and stays as far back as she can. 
What'd you get on your ten. save? Well, I'm a, I'm a fighter, so ten. Ten total? Yep. Okay, so you're going to be half conscious, basically, just enough that you're perceiving what is going on. Very, okay. you pull up on the on the you pull up on the on the ship and start to ride it steady. Uh, other crew begin to flood out of the lower decks, uh, trying to check on what's going on. The captain comes out and yells, "I need a status report. What's going on?" Uh, I was dead. Uh. All right, uh, you are over by them, Leiden. Leiden, who are you bringing back up first, uh, Ivy or the pilot? I was going to, once they're stabilized, I was going to do a prayer of healing and just bring everyone back up. How so long that'll does that take, take 10 minutes to do. It takes okay. 10 minutes, but it gets everyone in, a, in 30 feet of me. Okay. Um, are you resurrecting number three? Are you resurrecting number three? <laughs> it's who you choose, I think. Are you Isn't doing it? A, yeah, yes. I, I get six people that I can choose, yes. Okay. But do I want to bring her back for interrogation reasons? Yes, yes, I do. Um, Can you? I'm Most of her body's gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she's dead. You'd have to actually. She got really burnt. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, she's absolutely. She, number th- number four is gone. Number three is mostly damaged. Uh, mm. She would come back without legs and with only one arm. Oh, okay. I mean, she does kind of run anywhere. Up. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but, I'm so tired. Yeah. Um, She'll do that. She'll probably. So hold on, hold on. Stable. Let me okay. let me make some death saves for her, okay? Yeah. Uh, because so I can Claudette stabilize did, you know her. No, no, and then... she 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 is dead. She is dead. Okay. Claudette, Never mind. Then. I don't have to over, deal with that quandary. Her. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, so oh wait, we... hold on. Whenever I cast a healing spell, it's the max healing because of my thing. So. Hey. Um. So they'll get twenty-one hit points. Ooh, nice. Right. Sweet. Juicy, juicy. Which I can also take, which all is right. nice. Ten minutes pass, and you all are going to, um, you're going to come back from the brink. Does Very stand- move into range for that? Uh, does Very? Very, uh, Very is flying the ship. Very's flying yeah, the Varys ship. Very's out Varys of range. Very beat. Yeah. I can, well, I figure we'll pull the bodies, the unconscious bodies, over so that we get people. Okay. Like, um, as you as you feel this and begin to uh, begin to wake up. And, and sort yourselves out, you are going to hear... You're going to hear the sound of something... groaning next to you, Ivy, as you stand up, and a hand is going to grab onto your ankle. Looking down, it's the, the corpse... Well, what you thought was the corpse of number three... Sisters will come for you. They know he is seen through my eyes. Traitor. And the light completely fades. Ivy. Ivy starts crying. She just starts openly weeping on the deck. And she falls to her knees and kind of... Is the is the body there? Like, is it intact? Or is it, like, obliterated? It is, it is basically, um, to put it in an easy way, it's, an, it's Anakin Skywalker. Okay, so it's still it there. She'll like, kind of... It is burnt and crisped and barely barely even recognizable as a body. So m- more, m- it, it looks honestly more like a shop mannequin that someone let their teenage kids play with. 
I mean, she'll still kind of, if it's like, if there's some sort of body, she's still gonna like fall to her knees and kind of okay. almost put her head in you know, on her lap and just start kind of crying. All right, so as you cry there, uh, you are going to uh, to have a moment to cry at one of the only people in your life. You all begin to pick yourselves up. Leiden, you feel absolutely exhausted from this. The energy of having to force that spell through without components, that's, that's really high ritual magic. That shouldn't have worked. And if it did, it could have killed you. You know yeah. that without having to say it out loud. But uh, looking around, you are going to see that in the distance, the sun is coming up on the far horizon. The captain looks around. You gonna be okay here, short one? She says down to you. Yeah, I'll be fine. Here, drink this. She pops the, the cork on a vial and hands it to you. She 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 chugs it. Uh, it is one part Kahlua, one part healing potion. Nice. <laughs> oh my uh, god. How many points? Claudette uh, is just six. fluttering around Leiden right now. Okay. It's not um, a very good one. Did did Leiden Leiden's charge hit you too? Okay, Leiden Leiden's charge hit me. Okay, so and that's plus another six. Keep us on a bearing north. We should be up by Vexnergali by no, by noon at this rate. Take us higher. And if you can't, if you, when the dawn's up, if you can't see our shadows in the cloud, go back down. We'll lose air. Okay, and very will fly the ship. I, I figure with her family's experience, she's probably at least been on these things. You've really, you at least you at quite least sat on someone's before. lap while they flew, right? Like yeah. I'm. <sighs> We got attacked because of me. I don't think it was just you. <sighs> she said my sisters are coming for me. I am so sorry to put you of all in danger. The storm breaks. Chalkrin's just gonna collapse in an exhausted heap, just putting it out there, that's what he's doing. Mm, that's probably fair. <laughs> that, make, that makes sense. <laughs> the very doesn't know what happened, so she's fine. <laughs> the kobold is going to look down, pick up a large, uh, by, uh, it's not serrated, but it's got almost like a, um, an additional curve, kind of like a, like a, um, sort of am I thinking of? The Tolwar? Um, but her longsword with a serrated jagged tip at the top. Is this yours? Or should I hang on to it? He says, holding up number four sword to you, Ivy. I'll take it. Hmm. I don't love it. Uh, so to explain what this looks like, have you seen what Rambo's knife looks like? Yeah. Cool. Picture that, but like a longsword. So it has a, sorry, I said serrated tip. It has a serrated back. Yeah. To make pulling it out of wounds even more fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, it also Sounds has great. a department in it for um, uh, for magic charges. Ooh. Presently empty, but yeah. Cool. Thankfully, is anybody checking the body of uh, of number three? Yeah. Okay. I want to go me, check it. Can you make me an investigation roll? In Ivy's lap. <laughs> well, hey, if Ivy's just sitting just... there. <laughs> well, I was going to check to make sure that it's not coming back on us. Uh, investigation, you said? Yeah. Twenty-three. Okay, you are going to find two. Uh, two different um, weapon charges in one in one of her pockets. Uh, they are vials, and um, let me just check one thing real quick to see what you have out of them. Uh, taking a look at them, they're very clearly labeled Imperial markings so that you can tell exactly at a glance what they do. They fit any weapon that has a compartment and are designed to be able to use magic like that um and then i'm thinking chaos bolt that's what i love chaos bolt i was hoping i'd get to throw a chaos bolt grenade yeah i'm sorry i killed you immediately chaos bolt is pretty fun that was insane i'll I'll tell you after game what 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 happened there yeah because it was it was great chaos Uh, welcome to the uh, pc death club mike Apparently. You're number two on the list, so uh, it's a very exclusive club. Okay. Get in there! I've got two unconsciouses now. Okay. Uh, Christine, can you roll me 2d10? Sure. Give me the number separate. Uh, a four and a three. Cool. Uh, you have a blue vial and a red vial. They turn the weapons into plus one, plus one. Uh, each of them do. Uh, they have charges that allow you to do an hour in ten minute increments. Uh, the blue one makes your weapon do cold damage. The red one makes your weapon do fire damage. Alright. Uh, they can be ejected after ten minutes. You cannot eject them while they are running, uh, or else you damage it. So, for example, you can move ammunition between each other, between fights, but you have to spend a full ten minute charge. Okay. And how many was it? Sorry. Two. You have a red one and a blue one. No, no. I meant the, the whole thing about the ten minute charges. One hour. Okay, well, so six, you can six do it charges. once an hour, sort of thing. Six, 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 six charges. Six charges. Okay. Lasting for up to, uh, each each charge lasts for ten minutes. Basically, you can run it for an hour before this cell is empty. Okay. It was plus one plus one and did fire. Plus one, cold? plus one fire, plus one, plus one cold. Okay. One's fire, one's ice. Because that's what you rolled. Um, she'll offer one to Ivy. Thank you. Do you want the ice or the fire? Your choice. She'll hand you the blue one. Cool. And with that, you continue your track northward, knowing that your enemies know even more about you than maybe your friends do, and that what you face ahead. Now, if it's anything like what Talford learned today, could rock the foundation 
of your world and everyone else's too. But that's a story for next time. We'll see you next Friday on the Reign of Emery's. All right, and that's game for tonight, folks. Did you have a good time? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm tired I, now, but I am exhausted. Yeah. That was an emotional oh, roller coaster. So and then we had a combat on top of that. I have like three levels of exhaustion. <laughs> so uh, real quick, I'm just yeah. gonna explain. Um, so for intensive purposes, number three was one of the Alpha Squad leaders of the sisters. Mm. Uh, she her stats are of a Githarazai enlightened. Um, so mm. she has some spells. She has three unarmed attacks that do two uh, d8 plus four bludgeoning plus three d8 psychic damage because of her training, and. On a recharge six, which means every time I use it, I have to roll a six at the beginning of my round to see if I get it back. Uh, this is what she hits you with. Temporal strike. Melee weapon attack. Plus eight to hit. One creature. Uh, 2d8 plus four bludgeoning damage. Plus eight d12 psychic damage. Holy shit. Oh my god. Hey, my sisters apparently are way better than me. <laughs> well, they're the previous generation. Of I course know, they are. I know, I know, I'm joking, I'm, I'm joking. I'm really uh, glad that I got away with only six damage. Yep. Yeah, holy yeah. shit. Well, because she, yeah. she only managed to hit you, or they only managed to hit you once. Um, and then a target move, uh, if you Ooh. failed a DC 16 wisdom saving throw, you are teleported one round forward in time. What? Oh, okay. Uh, the target reappears in the space left at the end of their, at the end of this person's next mm. round. Wow. They hit you so hard, you vanish yeah. for a turn. Oh, oh, wow. That's insane. Which means Which, that- You guys will all be glad to know that I did have Featherfall prepped. So if anybody had gotten yeeted, the whole mm. group would have had Featherfall within um, nice reactions. I do want everybody to do me a favor, though, and can I get an Arcana roll with disadvantage off of everybody? Sure. Oh, that sounds fun. Try. Okay. Oh, hey, like that's actually I, pretty yeah. damn good. Okay. That's going to be a seven. Okay. That's a nat one. Okay. Oh, no. So that's going to be 24. 24? 25. Holy also, crap. Oh, 11. 11? Okay, so only oh, yeah. Claudette and Ivy. As you are looking at this later, you are going to recognize those small things which are fangless, lipless, ever-grinning, madly staring, um, spindly leg, long-armed, bristle-and-spined, um, these fleshy, black and pale creatures with long fingers that end in broken and dirty nails. The things that were attacking you that they brought on board are creatures known as Grues, also known as Starspawn Grues. They are aberrations from beyond the material realm, creatures from beyond known space, where the deep ones dwell. The, the old ones. That's... When you said when you said that originally, mm -hmm. the first thing in my mind was the Langoliers. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there is no photo of these things, as far as I can tell. Uh, so let me see if I can find one real quick. So, it, 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 I, again, I don't know if we want to maybe get into the next session, but is that has that been anything that Ivy would have known that's been used by, like, has she seen these before? Have they been used ever before with uh, the Imperial Science Division? No. That's new. No. Cool. Okay. That's <laughs> new. Information. That's new. So they, that, really they don't have me. a photo, but I kind of like the Wretched as an example. Oh, good. Oh. Yeah. So, Real quick about uh, about this, 
so these things are disgusting. I actually cut them down slightly um, from the way that they worked. Uh, but uh, they have a confounding bite. If you fail um, the bite, they uh, all attack rolls against you uh, have advantage until the start of its next turn. Oh. Ooh. Where'd Christine go? Uh, I'm chat. Oh, because she just had, uh, had to go to the washroom. Cool. Yes. Uh, and then Aura of Madness. Creatures within 20 feet of the Gru that aren't aberrations have disadvantage on saving throws and on attack rolls against creatures other than the Gru. Now, I, I cut that last part out because I thought that having four of them and, and the rest of the, it might be a little too much for you. Uh, so I mm. cut that part out. These were babies. They didn't have quite as much so, potency. Sorry, sorry. Say that again. If you if you weren't yeah, an aberration, you you, you have didn't disadvantage make... on on basically all rolls around them. Unless basically all you have disadvantage on all saves, and unless you're attacking them, you have disadvantage. Hmm. On attack. Interesting. They're Very great. Interesting. They're great shock troops, aren't they? <laughs> I I just meant interesting that I did I roll. I don't think I you, hmm. did. You tell me I was rolling with this. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Huh. So, hmm. um, the let's hope you never have to fight a hmm? star spawn Hulk. That sounds horrifying, honestly. That's, no, thank I'm you. Just, now I'm like just picturing like the Hulk. Hulk or a star spawn larva mage. That's huh. spooky. Yeah. It's pretty spoop. Oh, uh, right. so, holy shit! Did you guys have some fun tonight? I yeah. did. That oh, was very stressful. So much fun. You got to pilot a ship and you died. Like, what, what, what more like, do you want? What? Leiden's going like, to have to have a talk with I, with Vary later. Yeah, because she has no idea that she died. No. Be like, how? what did you see? She's hey, be like, my truth or dare? Did you see a god? I was no. falling for 30 minutes. minutes. <laughs> no, it nice. was like oh, six yeah. seconds. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Yes. I have to watch that again. Ridiculous. Yeah, so we just watched it today, so. I, I know, like. when you said that, I was like, oh, I have to watch it again. And then I didn't say it at that time, so I'm saying it now. All right, so, hey, folks, uh, we're going to call it here. It's 1137. And, uh, <sighs> hey. Time for bed. It's time for bed. Be sure to come back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. for our episode zero of our Mage the Ascension game, which is happening very soon. Uh, we love you all. We hope that you're doing well. If it's your first time here, give us a follow. Uh, we also have our archives over on YouTube. Join our Discord. Hang out with us. Uh, you can also, uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe here for free. Give us a little bit of extra money to buy more music and do some cool stuff. Um, but uh, at the very least, just come hang out because we enjoy playing games and uh, we enjoy being watched. That second one there... Yeah, well, right. Yeah, we, we, love, we love having you, you folks here, though. So um, be sure to come back and see us again soon. We'll see you tomorrow night, hopefully. With that, uh, I've been Kelly, your DM. Have a wonderful night. Good night, everybody. Night. Night. The Reign of Emerys is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Claudette Belmont, Amy Godfrey as Leiden Ann Merov, Caitlin Vinkel as Talfrin Prideri, Robin Holford as Ivy, and Katrina McGee as Veritrix Soulstar. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Resolution by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Find Them, also by Alexander Nakarada. For a full list of the music used in this episode, check the show notes below. To learn more about the world that Reign of Emerys is set in, check out our wiki or visit our Discord where there's plenty of information to go around. Thanks for supporting this podcast. If you like what we do here and would like to help Dork Tales grow, leave a five-star review, share us with your friends, and leave a comment below. And hey, while we're talking about people who support Dork Tales, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers. Our royal producer, Shulton the World Builder. 
our divine producers, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful, and uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producers, Jade, the maker of monsters, and Bricarius, our fun but evil Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princess of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl. Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977. Drizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge. Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, and The Traveler. Our level 20 heroes, Michael Lylot, the graphics guy, Chef Aladeth, and Drew Thompson. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Hans H. Boundehoof, Professor Multiverse, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Brady Chester, Heavy Metal and Tea, Raven with Bobbles, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, and Sorcerer Sanguine, our very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the CGFX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the wine master, SM Pace, Hillary, Colin Son, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Doctor Who 4189, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Kara Rett, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Arach Nikonikoni, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, Michael Reynolds, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Confounded Hound, Jeremy Smith, 5280 DTC Nerd, Lockgen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Chris Deeds, Karasha Urquhart, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Malazang, Andrew Wolf, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Marcel, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Mr. J's Comics, Ethereal Ashy, Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, and Robbie Dick. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Caitlin, Batran, Just Andy, EJ, an insomniac veterinarian, Creox, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Chris Blog, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, The Crazy Goblin, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, and Erica Lena. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.